There's uh, there's someone here. Yeah, Craig. Hey, <laughs> uh, sorry, sir. But <laughs> sir, I don't know how you got in here, but uh, you're gonna have to leave. This is kind of weird. Is our server. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, I know you're a big fan. I know you're a fan of the podcast and everything, but like, this is making me uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah well, it's, it's a it's a special episode. We have our number one fan on with us for a guest. <laughs> Self-proclaimed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think if you look at the All data, it's true too. <laughs> yeah. It's just he's look at the fucking. He's look at it's the a pleasure to have it. the Aaron Morrow here. The yes. Aaron, the arms Morrow. Yes, my reputation precedes me. Yeah. <laughs> All just because I didn't uh, see if see you for a couple of months, and quite clearly you'd been at the gym <laughs> the whole time. Yeah, yeah pretty the much. Whole time. It's like, whoa, um, yeah. where'd this guy come from? <laughs> That's what happened. Too much time. Yeah, so it's a we got a special episode for two reasons. First, we got the we got Arn. <laughs> Yeah, hey, of course. That's the only reason you need. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we say anymore. That, that makes it special already. But also, we're honoring Sean Connery, Sean who Connery. sadly passed. Who? Sean <laughs> Connery. In his hunt for Red October. <laughs> no, he's no, he's gone, Connery. Oh, oh Jesus! <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> Uh, you've been thinking about that all day, but you yeah. <laughs> oh, <wait>. <laughs> <laughs> it just came to me there now. Oh, oh man, we're dead. It would have been way worse if I like wrote it down, wrote a note. Yeah, it's like, it's like in front of your computer and you just take it off and squinch it up and throw it away. Perfect. <laughs> oh man, we're, we're totally gonna get, totally get, get sued by his estate. We're, def- <laughs> we're definitely that big. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I actually like heard so another podcast talking about that and it's like, oh, are you allowed to play music and all? And it's they're basically just like, yeah, we're too small. So like yeah, 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 yeah. if you're not big, then you can do whatever you want, <laughs> basically. Plus it's kinda like if you do get in trouble, that's probably some good publicity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on, the first time's gonna be a slap on the wrist, you'd hope, and you can just be like, Okay, we're removed from that episode. Yeah, but like they don't like the only reason anyone's gonna do anything is as if they are going to make money yeah. from doing it but like and they're not going to make money like make money from it cost them, yeah. it cost them like what i know like in ireland it's like say for a solicitor's letter it's like a grand and you know it cost them more money to try and even get a solicitor to look at it than it would to actually make anything from it because they wouldn't make anything from it <laughs> so yeah we found out sean connery sadly passed and decided to do a special episode where we collectively watched as many as possible <laughs> as many <laughs> as possible i only i only Tommy's the whopping one i only got my internet uh working i only got my internet at about five o'clock today wow <laughs> after, after <over> two weeks. <laughs> so uh 
that's kind of why I was only able to watch one because that's all that my poor little data could handle. <laughs> well, I think also uh, if I watched the one that you watched, I probably would have only managed one as well. Oh, <laughs> oh man, it is it is well worth the ride, but just don't come away from it thinking I know what the fuck just happened. <laughs> well, do, do you want to say what? Do you want to say what you watched? I watched Zardoz, the surprisingly entirely shot on location in Wicklow one of wow, the weirdest cool. films I had ever seen <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it was all it's also directed by John Berman who did The General and Deliverance ah it's the guy that did Deliverance and The General that's a lot of to watch actually and um yeah so he actually got like what's you know, called carte blanche you know just free reign to make a movie yeah. And, you know, like, he wrote it, he directed, he produced it, he did the soundtrack, you know, he did everything, and you kind of watch it and you go, like, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck he was thinking, but, like, you know, I enjoyed it, like, <laughs> I enjoyed it, like, you kind of think you know what's going on, and then you're like, nah, not really, like. <laughs> well, that's the thing, like, I... Like I know it's it's like I remember seeing the trailer ages ago and being like, "What the fuck is this?" But yeah. I've heard people say that it is actually like it's worth a watch. Like it's not. Oh, like I, I, I did, I did come away pretty happy, and like you know, I wasn't picking up my phone or anything from it. I was like at least invested that much. Yeah. But like, there's just some wow. of it. Like, obviously, like this is like set in twenty two ninety three. It's in the future, but it still looks just like probably Wicklow looks right now. It even shows <laughs> actually he's he's in the middle of a house. He he's in like a house. At one point he comes out and there's a horse, and it's like that looks. It looks just like fucking any country house in Ireland. Well, to and be fair, like, when in 2093, Wicklow probably would just be entering like the early 2000s. Yeah. yeah. The, way, <laughs> the way Ireland works. <laughs> uh, they're they're going to be like, boys, do you want to start a podcast? This is new thing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, it's well worth a watch. I definitely give it a watch. Yeah. It's fucking, uh, they, they, don't, they don't have underwear in the future. That's just one thing I noticed. <laughs> Men or men or that, women. Was a, that was a waste. Yeah, that was a waste. It's just like that. Yeah, um, it's 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 like it's intense. Like, well, it's not intense. It's just you're confused a lot. But <laughs> 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 right, should we go? We we'll go around to what Aaron watched, or do you want to just like do your? <laughs> do you want to tell us everything about Zardoz, or should we? Like, I don't, I don't well, know which way do you want to do this. Like, will we come back to Zardoz, or will we just kind of? Yeah, we'll come. We'll come back. Back. I think so. Yeah. Um, like what did you get? Get to watch, Aaron? Well, get around to watch. Um, where you tell him? I hear paper rustle. That's a good sign. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, they're playing us. Moro two can play this game. Hang on, he's got the lighter, heavier pages full of notes. Yeah, and we should be bad. <laughs> um when was it last tuesday you were saying to watch movies so i was just Monday like right tuesday, if i, I get yeah. if i get one every day then i should have a good bunch like to chat about and yeah Did i got you manage that it's hard work <laughs> yeah it is hard work yeah definitely i got about four i've it? definitely watched i've <laughs> okay <laughs> I watched ten. You watched ten. <laughs> okay. I thought that was doing so what, right. what if you watch Iron? Because there might be some overlap yeah, between ours. Okay. Well, I went. I went uh, chrono chronological. Chronologically. <laughs> there you go. That word. Um. Started off. <laughs> Dark word here. 
And you you were doing your movies, Owen, so I tried not to overlap. So I watched mm-hmm. Marnie first. Um, Marnie? Marnie? Yeah. No idea. No idea. It's, When's that uh, from? It's from 1964. And it's a Hitchcock movie. Ah. Yeah. Maybe that's it was, why it's uh, it was a year after The Birds and four years after Psycho. So fairly, cool. fairly young Sean Connery. It was about 30. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that was good. I'll just run through them all. Um, yeah, just tell us what you watched your first. Yeah. Yeah. And then I went to um, Man Who Would Be King. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was one of the ones I was thinking I might get around to watching. That's also yeah. very good. Yeah, I Sean Connery and of course Sean Connery and <laughs> Michael Caine. No, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, another one like them two. I think I heard of Marnie before. I didn't hear about this one like at all. Or yeah. What it was about. Like so, that's what in seventy five. So it was about forty five in that. It was a year after Zardos as well. So yeah. Okay. That might be the way to do this, actually, when we're all... I'm just thinking when we're all, like, going through them, if we start chronologically. And then whoever, like, you know, whoever watched the the next one. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We'll go in chronological order. I got one segment. (laughs) 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 Comic relief. What else did you watch, Aaron? I watched The Hunt for Red October, of course. Yes, I watched that as well. Okay, sweet. We'll have a two two people can talk about that one when we get to it. Cool, yeah. <laughs> um, I watched The Rock. The Rock was. Oh yeah, that, that was in yeah. the nineties, wasn't it? I think I'd seen The Rock before. I think mm, ninety six like, years ago, like yeah, it's proper good nineties movie, like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not the time right. Him and Nicolas Cage and Ed That's Harris. It, yeah. yeah. Mm. Watched. I watched a bit of Entrapment as well. Okay. But like, I stuck it on in the morning and I think I fell asleep like halfway through. So I only yeah. got like halfway. It's just like, yeah. oh, I fucking See? fried. Like, yeah. <laughs> so much junk, guys. Yeah. But it's also, it's pride, also him it's... getting older as well. It's probably we were like yeah. unnerving or something, like it your own gets... mortality. You seem it to do quite a lot weird, in the like... 90s still. Like... Oh, yeah. And it wouldn't be oh, more was... than the 60s then. Yeah. Um. Was... Oh yeah, I had some. Okay, so what what was your first movie, Yarn? My one was um. Arnie. Sixty four. Sixty four. Okay, so I've yeah. got a, I've got the. So Doctor. So I watched all his Bond movies, which was seven, seven movie, seven Bond movies he did. Found <laughs> 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 some interesting no. stuff about it. Yeah, there, you went on a deep dive there anyway. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't think it was. I didn't realize it was that many. Yeah, he, he was. He was the original Bond too, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I've got a wee note that says Sean's Bonds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool watching them. Like, um, watching them like start. So Doctor No came out in '62. Mm. Um, and. <sighs> It's not amazing, I'll be honest. It's like, but it was cool f- watching him like find his feet 
and or find their feet and how they were doing these movies. Yeah. And it does have a brilliant character introduction where like you don't see his face or anything for a while. It's like he's playing cards and you kind of see him over his shoulder and stuff and then um, kind of more mysterious, kind of like. I think he asks the girl who what her name is, and she tells him, and then she, he asks, he asks, or she asks his name, and he says, "Bond." Oh yeah, James Bond. They all oh. you're like, wow, the classic the line. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the first time you see his face and everything, and you're like, "That's pretty cool, pretty cool." Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, like, and Doctor No, like Doctor No is not a. There's not not much of a a character of the villain or anything. And it's like he doesn't even come into it to the very near the very end, if, if I remember right. Mm. It's like you hear his voice and stuff before that, and then you see him at, towards the end, and he's kind of cool. He's got like um metal hands that he so you like. There's a part where he like picks up something off the table and like crushes it, and you're like, Ooh. <laughs> but then I don't even remember there being like a a fight with Doctor No. It's like. Bond puts on like this, uh, they're in his lair and he puts on some kind of hazmat suit or whatever. And then he goes up and fiddles with the controls and the whole lair starts blowing up. Mm. And I think it just like, I think as far as I remember, Dr. No just gets killed in the explosion. There's no like <laughs> showdown or anything. But then um, it was cool watching then, like in From Russia With Love, which was the next one, which is 62. Mm. No, 63, sorry. Um, you kind of see a similar intro where there's a guy playing chess and then he gets like this note and it's like, you're needed now. So he just like, and then he finishes the chess match in one move. So you're kind of like, Oh, this is like a mirror of like bond was playing cards and he wins. He, he won the match. And then, yeah. And then you realize that he's like a, a bad guy, part of specter who Dr. Noah's with as well. And then you're like, Oh, this guy's like a, he's going to be the, 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 like the equal to bond in a way. Mm. And Oh yeah. That's another thing. Um, so in, uh, you're like one of the like hallmarks of a Bond movie is the the gadgets that they get. Yeah. But literally in Doctor No, <laughs> he gets called into Q's office and or not Q, sorry, Q's not even in the first one. Uh, M's office and M is like, uh, "What gun are you using?" And he's like, oh, "I'm still using my Beretta." And it's like, "No, you've got to use the uh, Walter PPK." I think is the ah uh, yeah the, yeah the, bomb the standard bomb. one. Yes. Yeah. So like that's it. It's like he gets a bo- someone comes in with a box and then he has to change his gun. And then that's <laughs> like that, that's the ga- that's the height of the gadgets. Yeah, it's not like this fucking invisible car or this laser watch. Nah. It's like literally. The, oh, like this one the... is more power. There you go. Like yeah, it's not even that. It's just like you have to. It's like his Beretta uh, failed on him on a different mission, so he has to use the the standard one now, and it doesn't have a choice. It's funny because it's like it sounds like it's not even a, it's not even a special. You know what I mean? It's like this is what all of our agents are using, by the way. You know what I even mean? Even the it's sets, that... like for the office, are so like quaint in the first, the first like three or four. I think even maybe hmm. it's just like whenever he's in the the headquarters, it's like a wee office where Miss Moneypenny is a wee room, and then you go into another office, and that's it. Like you don't see any more of like the the head the what what is it? Mi Mi six five or Mi six headquarters. Mm. but um yeah so then the, the second one then is when you get q and then it's still like pretty simple he gets like a a briefcase that has uh guns in it and like a secret knife and if you don't like uh, open it a certain way it can blow up and stuff like that so it's kind of cool um yeah the first, first one I, I i liked a lot more it introduced blowfeld too and he like you don't even you don't see him until um is it 
I think it's you only live twice. Is it that one where you finally get to see his face? Uh, I've watched so many; it's hard to keep track. <laughs> they, all became, they all became just like the one movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I could probably just write a bomb movie in my sleep at this stage, though. <laughs> but um, yeah, like so, Blofeld's introduced. He's got the cat and everything, and you don't see him for a while. Oh yeah, That's yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see, there's anything else I wanted to say about that one. Yeah, I don't remember any much more details, but I just I do remember just enjoying it a bit a bit more. I think it was like the kind of the globe trotting aspect of them going to Russia and like there's all these different things going on. Is just him, cool. him like, probably more what you imagine being like a secret agent to kind of like jet set and kind of like yeah. And Plus, then, I'd imagine I'd imagine back then a lot of those films were actually you know what I mean there wouldn't have been any green screen, so it would have been a lot more of actually like you know locations. Yeah, like it's very. Uh, uh, yeah, it's very low key. Hmm. Even like all the effects, and I use the term effects loosely. They're all camera effects, like speeding up a camera or something to like make it fat. Like, yeah, to make like, like a high speed car chase or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's not even that. It's like sometimes they'll do something and they'll just speed up a wee bit of camera, and it's like what? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it was really distracting too, because you're just like, okay, really... yeah, no green screen, definitely not. Even even there's like the the first death in the first movie. It's like the camera cuts. Like where did you get shot? And they're like, what? Yeah. I don't know <laughs> did he die? Was that didn't... Maybe I'm thinking now because it was a woman getting shot. Maybe they had to like. Oh yeah, maybe they had to do something about censor it, like... or something. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. But yeah, there's a lot of things in the first few. You're just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> this is a sign of the times, probably. Yeah, sixties, yeah. like. And then the yeah. next, the next one was Goldfinger, um, which is like. I think this is like the first proper iconic Bond movie, probably. It's also, I don't think the, the other ones didn't have like a Bond song either. Oh, so this is like the start of All Last Air, like the James Bond. Yeah. Is that such a big thing? Like every time now, there's yeah. going to be some artist that does it, and then there's like yeah. the whole thing of it. I think From Russia with Love had a song at the end, but I don't know if it was like an original song. It might have just been a song with that name already. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, like Goldfinger has that. Goldfinger, <laughs> yeah, yeah. real one of the, probably still maybe probably still the best of any Bond song actually. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what's uh, good when you can happy. just sing it out of the blue, like yeah, <laughs> that's the, that one. Yeah, that one's like still the the best probably. Yeah. And Goldfinger also stars uh, the amazing Bond girl Pussy Galore. Ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Oh, unreal. Um, on a, the, the the Bond car, the iconic Bond cars introduced. The Aston Martin. Uh, yeah, that Aston Martin DB5. And there's a, there's a wee line in it when he gets that, which I only found out today, is a reference to the novels. Oh. He like uh, he gets introduced to D, Aston Martin DB5, and he's like, what's wrong with my Bentley? And apparently that was like the, what he used to drive in the novel, so it was a wee, as we nod. Oh, right. To Ian Fleming's books. <laughs> I also wrote a note. So many zingers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I forgot how like uh, or I, I don't even maybe I didn't I probably didn't know when I was younger watching that, that like how funny they were. But there's so many like just wee lines and stuff. Yeah. Uh, like yeah, there's like I think it's it must be this movie where um 
he's like fighting someone the guy falls into the bath and then he like grabs a toaster or something and throws it in and the guy gets that good and he's like shocking (laughs) 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 but there's so many lines like that it's so good Oh, oh, that sounds unreal. No wonder I love, fucking love the Bond movies. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was really cool. To, like, I haven't watched these in so long, but it was just, like, pure nostalgia for being, like, a kid. And I feel like they used to always be on, like, at the weekends, like, on a Sunday or something, and just watch them with my dad and all, and just being, like... And there were certain ones where I'd be like, oh, I, I really remember this one, or, like, I don't remember that one as well. Yeah, like, your favorite ones, and the ones with, like, the coolest gadgets, or with, like, yeah. the best singers, like that. Fuck me, like, and they are so imaginative, yeah. too. Like, like this one with, like, uh, Oddjob and his bowler hat and everything. That's and, right. Like, I always loved Oddjob, and I'd always loved yeah. the fucking GoldenEye the game. If you played mm. his Oddjob, you could get his hat, and that was, like, a one-hit kill. So you have all these people shotguns, you run around with the wee hat, and you're just like, oh! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's, like it's so imaginative oh, yeah. in that one, like the and like the Goldfinger paints the girl in gold to like kill her and stuff. Mm. And there's this one's got a cool like uh, Bond girl in it too, because she's actually out for revenge for her sister who got killed by Goldfinger. So she's like on her own mission to, to kill Goldfinger, which mm. is kind of cool. It's like they're only like three movies in, but they're already kind of subverting the dams on this distress yeah, yeah, a little bit I mean, like, it's not she's she's probably still there quite a lot for eye candy but there's actually a wee bit of like story yeah. to her this time a wee bit of well that's it it's oh, like yeah. it's like every girl that gets introduced he's gonna sleep yeah. with like, it's, like, <laughs> it's, like, there's like three a movie usually it's just like they come out of nowhere as well and you're just like okay whatever there's a, out of the entire out of the entire bond movie franchise the oh, quantum of solace the one with daniel craig the second or third one yeah. daniel craig is the only movie where he doesn't sleep with someone it's like oh, really? 50 movies yeah it's like it's the only movie where he doesn't because he's on like a quest for revenge in that one because of somebody yeah. killing his, his bond girl that he uh it's the only one he doesn't sleep with someone but like yeah like in that one it's like he's sleeping with the he sleeps with the girls that are on his side and he sleeps with <laughs> pussy galore who's like on goldfinger side it's like it doesn't matter yeah there's a part that really made me laugh as well um i don't know if you remember it's like towards the end goldfinger's got all these other like um i think they're like a uh, american gangster like mafia people or something but he's got them in a room and he's like show it's like he starts like re- moving everything around and like there's part where like the floor starts sliding open. Mm. Do you remember this? No. No. Anyway, there's it's just like there's the guy standing there and the, the, the floor starts sliding open to reveal something and he's like he's like, What is this? A merry go round? They're just like like there's other things he said too, but that was the one that just stood out too. But there's like all these wee things just like, Hey, what's going on here? It's like it, but it's just the way it is. It's kinda of low with the mix. Like it probably just got dubbed in when they were like editing or whatever. It's like, Oh, we need to have these guys saying something. So it's like it's come up with all these random lines for them to say or whatever. But, yeah, people aren't yeah. Apart, aren't actually supposed to really hear that. They're just supposed to hear like somebody talking, you know, walla, yeah. isn't it, in the background? You're supposed to say like walla, 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 walla. That's what like a lot of cartoons do. They just say oh. lots, lots of people say walla and it creates background noise. So Yeah, so. there's another phrase they say too, but, yeah. th- but that's more for like uh, if you're having conversations. Like th- these are just 
these are more like they probably wanted the people to react to what was going oh, right, on, so I they just you. had them say 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 proper things. But like, but yeah, like, but like, what a great yeah, like, one! What is this American run? What is this American run? He's got like that fucking like, hey, yeah, like uh, I'm walking here. Yeah, yeah. He's like, if you're in New York, hey, Becca, what why are you coming at me like this? Hey. <laughs> just say something, man. Say something. Hey, hey, what? hey man, I'm from fucking Brooklyn. Hey, what am I doing here? Big fairgrounds or something. Oh fuck me! That's but class. yeah, it's like there was something nice about watching these movies too, where it was like the fights are so like realistic in a way because they're not like they're not like Jason Bourne fucking doing crazy karate. It's just like more about a, a tussle, like yeah, it's more like it's more. You know, it's, it's like you throw a punch, he grabs a punch and then you kind of like wrestle and you throw him into a wall or whatever. Like, and it's so, and it's all in wide shots too. It's, and it's like not really edited. And it's kind of like, you're like watching as like, like, you know what? I, I don't mind this at all. Cause it feels so f- comparatively fresh in a weird way. <laughs> Instead of pure oh, high acting, like, like, like fast, like, yeah, fucking... it's, like every, it's like every punch is a cut to make it look more realistic and all. And it's like, but actually that this felt more realistic by comparison. Cause you can see them struggling and there's like, it's a, a lot of the sound design comes through really well too so it's like they're fighting and you just hear like the, the feet on the ground are just like you know and yeah it's quite bare bones but it kind of added to it in a weird way yeah I know what you mean like but also if you're used to like fucking watching lots of superhero movies there's all this here magic going on and instead it's just two boys having a scrap like it's, it's yeah. like yeah. I remember a lot of the fights and there are a lot more like kind of like just elongated shots of like people struggling <laughs> together yeah <laughs> So that brings up to 64, and that's when your movie was, wasn't it, Aaron? 1964, the year of the Marnie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said before, Hitchcock movie. And he was just, it must have been fresh off Goldfinger, just so it was a big year for him, hmm. I would say. And, um, uh, yeah. I say this like it's Hitchcock, so like camera work, screenplay, everything about it's like really well shot and everything. Yeah. I wouldn't say it was the best Hitchcock movie I've seen. Yeah, because I did. I've well watched like a handful of Hitchcock movies. Where where did you say day. this landed in like the in his filmography? It was the, uh, same year as Goldfinger, so it just. No, but in Hitchcock, sorry. So, like, oh, what Hitchcock. you said, it, you said it, it was, was before. It was the year after The Birds and four after years the birds. after Psycho, which is okay. weird because it starts the exact same way as Psycho. As in, you basically see a woman with a briefcase coming and uh, coming to the train station, and um, then it just goes back to the bank. It's just like, oh, the money's gone. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Connery's there just like oh shame. and it's just basically a woman like getting away with people money or whatever and she's find out she's a con woman using different things and that like oh this all's up to something like <laughs> <laughs> she's up um, to no good she's up to no good eh? it's a bit of a rare one to be honest there's yeah. two moments in it and that and let me see. Sean Connery, Sean Connery himself, he's like Mark Rutland. Rutland. Mark Rutland. 
He's the owner of this okay. bank. He's basically <laughs> he's pretty good in the movie actually, what they get him. He's like a he always... <laughs> Yeah, he always is his right. He's a <laughs> he's a zoologist, a retired zoologist. Who owns and a bank? Like... He uh he's the son of a banker who died and it was like left to him and he basically took the bank then and brought it back to make him money again. But he yeah, okay. <laughs> he was he was a zoologist and he's like <laughs> <laughs> and uh it was a was an instinctual behavior expert. So he knows like predatory behavior and all this hair kind of stuff, and he's like snooping out this doll anyway. But basically, where Marnie comes into it, she she goes for this interview at this bank place where uh, on Connery's bank is. And it's just like, oh okay, like on injure whatever. And you can see she's like looking at the bank vaults and all the. The dial is being turned and all that there, and there's something sneaky about her, like. But um, she ends up robbing the place anyway. Comes out, and of course, he cops on. Uh, <laughs> he cops on that she's doing this, and he must have some kind of hard on for like this kind of stuff. It's like, no, <laughs> you're caught now. <laughs> you can't go. You have to go to the cops, or you have to come with me. Like, you know, there's something wrong with you. And um, it's just a mad movie, like. <laughs> um, so it's, he it's, a, it's a banker, like, zoologist turned detective. Yeah, ah, oh, he, he like has like a wild cat at home as well. He like trains, what's it called? Some like a lynx, like a lynx or something like that. Grande, and it's just like she's just awesome. It's just like, oh, what did you, what did you teach? Was it? I teach my cat at home. <laughs> It's like, what do you teach her to do? <laughs> I teach her to trust me. <laughs> like, what? I beg into like Colombian art as well. But it's only because I, this is just mad, to be honest. It's one of the weirdest characters. Like, but I suppose in the run of the movie, then it kind of makes sense the way it goes on. Um, but you're saying as well about the Bond movies and that not using green screen. This movie does use green screen or like projection screen. Rear, rear projection, probably. Yeah, because um, there's points where she's really, into, she's really into her horses. And she's like, fair enough, the shots of faraway shots of her like riding the horse or whatever. It's not her, like, but when it goes in projection and then it's just her kind of hopping up and down a real horse as well but the horse isn't doing anything she's just like hopping up and down but like you don't you don't mind that stuff like uh, um let me think else to it i bought a tree drinking um they end up like he ends up infatuated about her and brings her back anyway to meet the old man (laughs) the old man's a rich dude um, I mind rich dude just went. I the what else happens? His wife, his wife died a couple of years prior. The sister-in-law lives with them now, and uh, she's in, and she's just all kind of. I don't know. I think she's trying to like marry him or something. Like she's. Um, so we got a bit of a three-way going. 
<laughs> could be like I don't know. It's a bit of a rare setup, to be honest. But he doesn't want any part because he can see that she's after him and all is here. So basically, with Marnie coming into the picture, um, that's his way out or whatever. But she's okay. uh, what, um, what's his what's his accent like in this one? His accent, I thought at the start, I think he is trying to go for a kind of American accent. Okay. But it comes out more kind of transatlantic, kind of. He still has the Scottish kind of yeah. thing. It's just Bond, like, and there's I think in those early Bond ones, I, I don't know if it's just like when he got older, it got more pronounced, but I felt like probably in the Bond ones anyway, he's trying to make it sound more generic British because he's supposed to be like, that's the kind of. <laughs> He's supposed what to be a British supposed... spy. I know he's Scottish, yeah. but he's supposed to be more yeah. like an, the English spy. Like, yeah, like he taught it. It's like he's trying to sound a bit more proper, but like the, the accent's still there. But he's not doing like that. Yeah, he's not from the glens of Scotland. Like, yeah, he's not doing his. He's not from Glasgow. He's not slurring his words. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, he's not. He's not going to give um... you a Glasgow kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's a weird one, like, because at the so, start um, as well, this movie. So yeah, I'm wondering if it's like, if it if that's what he was doing in that era, was just trying to do like a, to bring his accent down a little bit. I would I would imagine that like his accent back then, certainly back then, they still did like screen testing and stuff that like if you did his full accent, people might be like, it's a bit intense, like, you know, it's a bit like, <laughs> it's a bit much like for what we need right now, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Rela- Do you ever listen to his relaxing? Like it's really Glaswegian, wherever he's from. Like it's yeah, it's probably really Scottish for yeah, it's stronger than even in any movie. Then yeah, mm-hmm. oh, it is definitely. Yeah, I think really I remember hearing that before you, because like it makes sense. in, in a movie, he definitely ha- like you know you you're trying to pronounce your voice and be as like yeah. being clear and do a certain way, and then if you're just chatting, like it's just gonna be straight up pure Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so there is a couple of times where he actually looks like Bond as well because he's wearing like tuxedos and stuff, and it's just like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> just it's just actually, uh, actually, it's, well actually then, hey? it's actually on the same set, and he just like finishes up with Bond one scene, and then mm-hmm. just moves over to like the next lot. Does a wee be, scene man. of Marnie, it and then like <laughs> comes back. Then. <laughs> could be like fucking same makeup crew, same set designers, yeah. or something like. <laughs> Yeah. yeah um, he's, he's looking well back then too, hey. Smooth, smooth fella. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, drinks plenty of tea anyway. And find out he <laughs> takes it with a, a dash of rum. <laughs> There's plenty mm. of alcohol involved. He calls it a funster, a funster, a funster. He's never tried tea with rum, but that's a. I'm well, gonna have to try, try that out like... for definite. Hmm? Yeah. And I know. Jamaican tea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So let's see. What More year are we at now? That was sixty-four. When 64. when was your next movie, Aaron? Sixty-four. Yeah. My next movie was uh, nineteen seventy-five. I'd say there's a couple of Bonds. And when was yours, well. Thomas? Uh, Zardoz is nineteen seventy-three. Seventy-three. Okay. We have four bonds in between. <laughs> yeah, we've got four bonds in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, no, just three, sorry. Yeah. I've got an extra one here, but that was one that he wasn't in. So next was Thunderball, which I found pretty boring, actually. To be frank. <laughs> <laughs> but um, That's also straight after Goldfinger, isn't it, though? Yeah. So do you think a part of it was yeah, just I think like Goldfinger I... was like, you know, it's a real pinnacle? I don't... I found out a little bit more after that, but I thought maybe at the time that... um. Yeah, maybe they were, because they did, like, Goldfinger, they were trying to switch things up a little bit, because it did kind of play with the the order. It's like, you know, like, where usually when he gets his, uh, his like, um equipment from Q, that happens, like, kind of in the middle. Yeah. Q meets him when he's already out on a mission, and then he's like, oh, here's your stuff or whatever. So, But uh, it does have a, a wild introduction where Bond goes to a funeral, He's with a doll too, for some reason. Why These not? ones are all kind of, they're all kind of like leading on as well. Because so I think he has like the same girlfriend in the first three, maybe. Mm. But then he like away and then comes back and then like <laughs> she's like back in it at the start of the movies, or if I remember rightly. But yeah, so he goes to a funeral and then he like he's talking about the person who died and he sees their, he sees their widow and then he like meets the widow and next thing he just punches her. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like a big comic, like, <laughs> and then it Whoa. turns out that she's the guy that was supposed to be dead and <laughs> the guy whose funeral it was is actually him <laughs> with, widow. With the widow. And then they have a big scrap. <laughs> wow. So they have a big fight and then like Bond kills him and then runs away and then puts on a jetpack and flies off. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's how that movie starts. Wow. Jeez, they just really they just really kicked it up on that then. They must have got a bigger yeah. budget or something. They're like, then oh, just, yeah, jetpack. Just, and then like ninety percent of the movie is like in under underwater and shit and I can't. I can barely even remember what happened. And that's 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 hardly the one with so the car boring. that goes that turns into a submarine, is it? That must have been a Roger Moore one because yeah. I was waiting for that. But so yeah, no, well. it doesn't yeah. happen. All right. But um, yeah, no, it's like it's all to do with like submarines and stuff, and it's just it's so boring. And does he find these, about October in they that just movie? Keep going oh no, underwater. he gets paid, paid the hunt for it later. That's right. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, he just keep, he just keep going underwater and doing underwater fights. It, it reminded me of uh, is it Top Secret? That that like really funny underwater fight spoof. Yeah, Mal Kilmer is the underwater bar fight. Have you seen that? <laughs> no. Oh, uh, look that up. I think it's Top Secret is the movie. It's like a yeah. uh, spoof spy movie, but yeah, they they go underwater and then they're like <laughs> breaking chairs of each other underwater, <laughs> having a punch up and everything. But it's something that did surprise me is like at the end, there's like you know the Metal Gear Solid uh, sky hook thing. Yeah, yeah. Where they like put the balloon up and then it like the yeah, and then it, like, yeah, yeah. catches it. Yeah, that, that, was in the, that was in the end of it. Oh that's wow, that's that's a that's a real military thing, is it not? Yeah. Which yeah, I was I was surprised. I was like, geez, that must be like old older than I thought. Mm. Oh yeah, and it's got another. There's another great moment where um, one of the bond, one of the several Bond girls from this movie, <laughs> <laughs> is in the bath, and he goes in and. Like starts questioning or something. She's like, "Can you have me something to wear?" And he gives her a pair of shoes. Oh yeah, I've seen, I actually remember that. I remember that. <laughs> there's because I think there's another one too where like it's like pretty much similar. And instead of shoes, he like hands her like a face cloth. 
<laughs> a different Bond movie. Like, it's well, I might be like, yeah, I think there is one. It's like she asks for a towel or something, and he gives her that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if I say it, but this is sixty-five now, and so that's sixty-two, sixty-three, sixty-four, sixty-five. That's a good run. And then the next one is sixty-seven. Yes. It's uh, you only live twice. So this got this this opening was really like scary. I thought actually, it's like in <laughs> in space, and whoa, it's like a. I can't remember what space it must be the i think it's american actually because they think it's russian but it turns out it's specter again specters and a specter wasn't in goldfinger actually that was just like a its own thing goldfinger was um smuggling gold and he was gonna like irradiate all the american gold with a nuclear device that was like that one but all the rest of them i think i think i'm right in saying all the rest of them are all like a an overarching like uh, plan. It's like, from... an, it's like an, org- an organization called Spectre. He's kind of like yeah. taking off people from sort of or beat kill them. Well, bl- it's all Blofeld and Blofeld's ahead of Spectre, which you find out in a later one that they stand for special <sighs> special <laughs> egg. I can't remember, but it's something to do with like terrorism, extortion, and revenge. <laughs> special <laughs> ex ex something extortionary or, terrorism. Um, yeah, I don't know, whatever. Um, Scary people. Yeah, so there's a spaceship <laughs> and like uh, the, the one of the astronauts is like doing a spacewalk at the time, but then this other fucking spaceship comes out of nowhere and the whole front of it opens up and just swallows it off. And like, <laughs> and then the other astronauts just like stranded in space now. But I was like, that's pretty f-. like, especially if you're in space. And like usually these things, it's like you're, the last thing you're expecting is like a random fucking spaceship to come out of nowhere that you like have like hasn't announced itself. It's like you th- you're pretty confident that you're on your own up there <laughs> and you get swallowed by another spaceship. I was like, and like I was just thinking at the time too, that was probably like even even freakier. And then hmm? and then Bond just dies. Don he gets killed at the start then, and then. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> he gets killed and then like uh they they bury him at sea and then they like take the like thing onto a submarine and then they like open it up and he's just like there with a like, he's there and they open up his wee like like cloth casket thing or whatever it is, keeping him dry, and then he's like pressure to come <laughs> permission to come aboard, <laughs> Captain. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, excellent like (laughs) that is just top quality (laughs) it was definitely it was starting to get a bit mad on this one definitely like there's a part where uh there's a car race or like a car chase and then like a helicopter comes along with a big magnet and just picks up the car and <laughs> they definitely just were like <laughs> takes it away. Oh yeah, there there's a really weird moment that too. It's like so this ha- they're getting chased by someone, Bond's getting chased, and then a helicopter comes along with a magnet and picks up the car that's chasing him. <laughs> but then in the car of Bond's in, he's looking at a wee like TV screen, and then just but it and it shows the footage of the <laughs> helicopter with the car. Like the same footage, did, from, did, did, footage from the did movie. See? So yes, there's like a third person <laughs> camera. Like, it just reminded me of Spaceballs when they like watch the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like, it's like a shot. It's like an aerial shot from above the helicopter that somehow he's got on his... <laughs> on his car somehow. Like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know what you mean. It's not like the rear view of the car or something. It's just... Yeah. And then 
As if that's not bad enough, they try and make Sean Connery Japanese. <laughs> what? <laughs> they train him to be a ninja, and then they like, you've got, you've got to go undercover. Right. They're, they're not going to believe you, so they like give him a, like, shit. like with straight that's black right. hair and like <laughs> make his eyes squinty. And... <laughs> I can't believe that. Jesus Christ, that's mad. Yeah, it yeah. Through like, so many dolls in this one too. There's like, there's like a, there's a doll, a Japanese doll. Like, it keeps like saving him repeatedly, and then she just gets murdered. And then part of him going on poison, doesn't she? Part of him. Sorry, she gets poisoned, doesn't she? From whoever, Mister Ninja. Yeah. Top is not that doll. I think you're right. Yeah. But um, yeah, like she keeps saving him, and like you've built up this. It's like he's built up this relationship, but you kind of have too when you're watching it. You're like, oh, this doll's great, yeah. and then she just gets died, and then gets died, gets, gets killed, <laughs> and then uh, part of him <laughs> going undercover is like he has to marry another <laughs> Japanese girl, and then they just say, and it's just like, okay, uh, well, since we're guess, married, I guess, I guess we're, we're gonna have sex anyway. I don't know. I guess we've moved on. Yeah. <laughs> And you, f- yeah, this is the one I've got to note here. This is one where you finally see uh, Blofeld, and it's just Doctor Evil from. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, yeah, that's Doctor Evil. <laughs> Although there's there's several different uh, blue versions of Blofeld. That's the only one where he looks like that. Oh really? Yeah, it's weird, yeah. Blofeld, another one. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, it's di- there's different versions of him. Unless that's a code name for the head of Spectre. Also, mm. at the same time, if he keeps changing, that's alright because so does James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> Aha, but yeah, so th- this this whole finale, like in Bluefell's Lair, it's um it's the Simpsons with Hank Scorpio. Yeah. It's yeah. that whole thing. Yeah, where they come in, they're like coming they're like propelling down. And I looked up I I Googled that because I couldn't remember Hank Scorpio's name. And then when I found the Simpsons, it says that episode is actually called You Only Move Twice. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> this movie is called You Only uh, Live Twice. But um, so, yeah, uh, well, we we always knew Hank Scorpio was supposed to be a Bond villain, like. <laughs> yeah, no, but it was just mm-hmm. that, um, like that that ending when never like the forces are propelling yeah, down. Yeah, and whenever whenever Hank Scorpio's place is getting overtaken. Yeah, that that's the one that was that was the one that it was like. I realized that was the, the specific one that it was taken off. Yeah. And I think they are trying to launch rockets or something. I don't know. A lot of mad stuff going on in these. <laughs> Um. So where are we now? We're in sixty-seven. Sixty-seven. So it's sixty-nine. There was another bomb movie that wasn't Sean Connery. It was Timothy Dalton. Not Timothy Dalton. Oh, no. it's no, that's another guy. They did one movie. Her master and then, uh, Majesty's Secret Service. Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that was Timothy so then, Dalton, wasn't it? No, no. I can't remember his name, but um, yeah, I can't remember it either. (laughs) (laughs) On them table uh, quiz questions, yeah, yeah, it's like he only (laughs) he only was a Bond in one movie. So yeah, yeah, he only did one, and then so Sean Connery was back then in 1971. Diamonds are forever, and this one, like when I was looking it up, um, apparently, like it wasn't that. well liked or whatever people thought it was a bit silly but i thought it was a lot of like it was it is kind of silly but it was a lot of fun and another thing is too like i was thinking a lot of that book that i was talking to you about before the story uh story structure one yeah and what they said and that is like how whenever you're doing a series or whatever 
it always like turns into parody at a point. So I think this is probably when it turned that into was parody. Happening. Yeah, it's like because you, it's like the first, like if you look at the first three movies, like up until Goldfinger, it's like they're still establishing little things. But then, like once you keep going, you have to just you have to do them because they're you've made it part of the thing, and you have to like, keep referencing them. So then it like kind of becomes. And then you go, but you also kind of have to like sort of like not necessarily do it bigger but kind of you know what i mean can i do it in like a new way and you're gonna run out of ways to eventually you're just gonna lead into parody as you're saying because it's gonna happen like so i think like so like looking back now and realizing that they're they are trying to be funny with like the the, like the little quips and stuff that they say (laughs) but i think probably there's extra humor that wasn't intended at the time that like now watching you're like oh that's pretty funny as well yeah, yeah. Like like a, oh like example at the start of this one, um Bond's hunting down Blofeld and he gets caught and he like stops and put his hands up and then he like puts his hand inside his jacket and they tell him to stop. So then he like puts his hand back up and then the, the guy comes along to reach into his jacket for a gun and pulls his hand out and there's like a rap trap, like a metal like, <laughs> on his hand, and you're just like, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They knew what they were doing with this one, like Yeah. Um This is one of the ones where I was like, Oh, I remember stuff. Like there's there's these like uh double act where they like pick up a scorpion and they put it down a guy's back and everything. And then it turns out that they're gay. What? And I was like I was like <laughs> Yeah, because they like say something or they, they start hold they're holding they hold hands and after they kill and then there's like another line later on where um, one of them is like, "Oh, she's really attractive," and then he turns to the other guy and is like, "For a woman." Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, "Okay, okay." But I wonder, <laughs> I wonder like, diversity <laughs> in the James Bond. But then, <laughs> but then I was thinking, yeah, yeah. was that like to make them extra evil at the time? It's like, oh, yeah, that's no, yeah. Fu- fucking too- satanic homosexuals. <laughs> uh, you can't trust them. <laughs> on oh, the woman in this one is called Plenty O Two. There's another. Oh, another <laughs> very punny name. Yeah. Uh, there's another uh, <laughs> another note that I've that I needed to make was they're playing craps and they like get the guy run the craps table. <laughs> Everything he says, you just can't understand. It's like, it's like, brr, brr, brr. It just like mumbles. <laughs> it's like, like, but it's not one line. It's like everything he says. I'm just like, what did you just say? And they <laughs> just like <laughs> left it all in. I don't know. It's like you're like, and <laughs> like, what? Wasn't the Oh yeah, another weird thing that happens. Mm. There, this is like in the casino as well. Uh, there's like this like, um. I don't know what, it's like a magic show and there's a black woman in the cage and then as part of the trick they turn her into a gorilla. <laughs> that's a bit weird. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's bad, man. Oh, yeah. Jesus. It's uh, up its time, as note. they say. It's yeah, it's yeah, something is up its time right there. Like. <laughs> another note I wrote was uh, why a lot of slapping women around. That must have... That would have been a sign of the time as well, though. Yeah. yeah. They, there was... That, there was a there was a bit of slapping being done in Marnie as well. I'll say that it was popular. <laughs> the old slapping. Uh. Uh, another part that was really funny was like um, Bond was sneaking in somewhere, and they were I don't know if they were I don't know if it was supposed to be that they were 
filming the actual moon landing or if they were like filming a movie were involved in moon landing but he was like hiding behind one of the rocks and then it's like it's like there he is get him and then he's like running and uh <laughs> the guy who like one of the like people that are being an astronaut they go to stop him but for for they like go do it in slow motion for, <laughs> for no reason like it's like they're, they're not actually on the yeah it's just like bouncing and then it's like he like very slowly goes in one direction and bond wow. just like goes around him and then he's and then james bond steals like the the onset dune buggy and escapes off into the off into the the uh desert the wilds of the moon <laughs> and then the ending for this one they're on like a they're on a uh oil um offshore oil rig and there's mm-hmm. part where like a uh, Blofeld's got his own wee like submarine thing and he's getting lowered by a crane and then like Bond takes over the crane and he like picks him back <laughs> up again and then he just starts swinging him around the place like a wrecking ball and that was <laughs> that was a lot of fun and then like he tells I think it's Blanty or two or maybe some other doll they all, yeah like, you know some, somebody he read tells, anyway like to pick up a gun and he's like and do what and he's like and shoot so she like starts shooting this machine gun and it like sends her flying back and she just falls off the end of the <laughs> the oil rig <laughs> That's like so slapstick. <laughs> yeah, it's like, but I was like, I was like that. I think at the time, that's why people people were like, "Oh, this one's a bit, bit dumb," but I or not not good, not that good. But I was like, "This one's way. This one's like one of the most fun yeah. ones." I thought it was just like fucking. Ah, uh, fuck it. We're gonna we're just gonna make a James Bond movie. We're just gonna like go over the top. Just gonna just yeah. it up. Uh, but yeah, I really enjoy, I really enjoyed it all. Let's work out your comedy chops, like. <laughs> and uh, yeah, like watching them too. It's like we're, I was saying earlier, but um, you know, there's so many girls and everything. But the thing is, like, Sean Connery makes it believable. Like he he adds like so much to it that you're like you're like yeah, I I believe that this guy is just like that smooth charm. Just yeah, he's yeah. like so capable and like because so he is swag. just like the like especially at that time just being like the complete fantasy of a man or whatever and it's like he does just like he does just like say something and suddenly he's got a (laughs) like a girl (laughs) on each arm yeah it's just like it just comes out of nowhere sometimes it's like they're in the middle of a conversation he just says something and they're shifting and it's like all right (laughs) it's like like i feel like like and because i was thinking then on like the roger uh roger moore ones and he always just seemed really camp, but like yeah. when you're watching Sean Connery, you're like, nah, he like this boy's suave. This guy's like, a, a cool. He's, he's, I don't, smooth I, I, operator, I don't like. know what it is, but he's got it. Yeah, he does. <laughs> like, <laughs> and like, I think like he, I doubt that those movies would be as iconic or and would have survived as long as they had if they if he wasn't the original Bond. Like, yeah, yeah. If he didn't just do so be so good at it like yeah and like oh, is another me. another thing i was reminded of too weirdly was archer oh really uh, well, I suppose yeah. That's yeah. A parody of like yeah 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 and it's because it's departures in that weird time frame where it's like modern but it's old computers and all like and yeah it's kind of like i don't know but yeah just like a lot of like the stuff that would be going on like and yeah, I just I just kept reminding reminding me of that, and I was like, oh, 
It's just Archer, yeah, just... but less less of an obvious like alcoholism. It's still, it's yeah, still, it's still in there. Like it's just less obvious. Yeah. <laughs> Subtle. But um, yeah. Kudos to Sean Connery for <laughs> making that movies work with his sheer gravitas. We're giving it to them accent. girls. <laughs> Uh, just me, Miss Money, <laughs> that is uh, the seventh Bond movie. Well, actually, it's not the seventh Bond movie, but I'll get into that as well. Let me go back and get on to the next one. Yeah. Um, next so that's 71. Like... We're up to who's who's next now? I don't know. I'm still 73. If Morrow was any before that, were you? I don't know. I'm going to um, do a wee pee break. So am I, answer. And then cool. we'll go to and then Zardoz next, is it? Oh hell yeah, man! I can't wait. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Zardoz then? No, no. Now we have Zardoz. <laughs> <laughs> I actually they they read me what, a word picture. <laughs> they, they, oh fuck! I have no idea how to do that. <laughs> I will. I will admit, like at the start, there's some like really nice scenery shots of what I'm assuming is the Wicklow fucking like you know countryside like farm. Like the Wicklow mountains are there; it's famous. Mm. And then this fucking giant stone head <laughs> floats into the <laughs> middle of nowhere and starts coming down. And he's like, the gun is good, the penis is evil, and then it just throws up a whole pile of guns and bullets. And all of these guys, all of these guys in like red leather underwear with like a red X and thigh high yeah. boots and mustaches and all come out. And they all go running for the guns, and then one of the get one, he picks up a gun and it's a for revolver, and then it kind of like turns around, and then there's Sean Connery, big handlebar mustache and all. Wow. <laughs> and it's like, but just before that, the actual opening scene is just a floating head. Going. And that's that's what the floating head from that episode of Rick and Marty is from, the raising Gazarp Gazarp. Oh yeah, um, yeah. That makes a lot of sense actually. Yeah. <laughs> Big inspiration, all right. And yeah. It's like I am Zardos, and it's like I'm not a real god, and then it's a story, but it's set in the future, so these events may or may not unfold. But uh, <laughs> so like in it, <laughs> so he's so even it says in the movie that. <laughs> That he's not yet. real, and it's it may or may not happen, and he's it's just in case you get up our fucking notion. What is it? It's like it, it, it actually it actually says like fucking this is full of like irony and satire, and I was like, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like it is well worth a watch. I know just yeah, even no, even, even just like I, I just found out all the stuff about John Berman because I was like, oh, I know that name sounds familiar, and then of course it's a get it does deliverance and like the general mm. as well. I was like just like looking at it and like Roger Ebert gave like the, it like two and a half stars out of four or two and a half thumbs up after yeah. four, four, whatever he does. But he was like the whoever created the sets were must have been really stoned. And it's <laughs> fucking obvious, <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> a lot of acid just a lot of acid but, now that's the, like oh yeah like oh but it, like it is still <laughs> but like it's like he comes out of like the green with a revolver and then like and then <laughs> shoots just... and then fucking shoots zardoz like this is like the second scene of the film you're like oh, well now, Zard- now zardoz is dead anyway <laughs> and then he goes from like <laughs> and I love the fact that there's just metal guns and like a sci-fi just thing here just and then yeah and then they're also just riding horseback like the most advanced thing really is like these guns like 
Um, so he's he's, he's actually called, called an exterminator, but then he is from a line of exterminators, and he's like going around just killing lots of people. And then you know, because the gun is good, the penis is great. But then he just straight up sexually assaults a woman. Like, <laughs> It's just like straight up, like doesn't kill one girl and just starts oh, getting on top of her. And you're asking, like, but like oh, you I'm just sorry. said that that's not oh, what you that's, that's what not to do. Okay. Like, I swear to God, like right out of nowhere, like is, it, is, it, is it like post-apocalyptic or what's going on? I guess I don't know. It's kind of weird because you're kind of like I, I, I suppose it is post-apocalyptic because it's just. But then you're also gonna have this weird. Is it on Earth? Come down head. I, I yeah, I'm sorry, sure, it's in Wicklow, man. <laughs> Does it say that in the movie? Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's, yeah, it will yeah. happen in Wicklow. <laughs> um, he's so Zardoz is a fake god to control the Outlands, where Sean Connery comes from, and they use like them to get grain and stuff, I suppose. But then ah. it then, but then you find out that that only happened recently, and for quite a long time they've just been giving them guns and they've just been going around killing and raping people. So you're kind of like, but then. So they, it's not like they're using these people as slaves for like grain. Yeah, they're just they're just. Why are you doing this? <laughs> that's, that's one of the kind of confusing <laughs> things. It's just like <laughs> metaphors. <laughs> you yeah, make it up. <laughs> and kind of one of the reasons why they cop on is because the Zardoz changes and decides to make them get grain, and he's kind of like, why, why can't we just go around murdering anymore? And that's kind of where he gets suspicious of him. <laughs> <laughs> I want to um, do the murdering again. They weren't, yeah. What, <laughs> they were suspicious already. Like what? What I did kind of like is it shows at one point they're like growing like a baby in a sack because he he ends up going whenever he comes in Zardoz's head to like where he's going. He's in like a community of people who are like immortals, but they're immortal in the way that if they die, they kind of just get regrown. And when their their punishment, I thought their punishment was cool, is they get aged. So like sometimes if you do like an infraction, you'll get aged five years. But then if you make a really serious crime, you'll be aged 50 years and be given senility. Oh. So like at one point in it, they're taking like the, all this so bread over to all it's these like you go to, It's like you go to prison, but you just skip your sentence. Pretty much, yeah. But then they... what, what what's, what's interesting <laughs> is they go and then there's like, the, this is the senile's and it's all the old people and it's just a bunch of old people going fucking nuts like running around the place like hitting each other with their walking sticks and just going like screaming just constantly. It's like, Jesus Christ, like they're just supposed to be senile and they're not supposed to be like psychotic. Like, <laughs> And then there's, then there's the apathetics the disease of apathy that some of the immortals have where they just don't do anything. They just stand there and they're just, <laughs> and, uh, so that's kind of interesting. And it's kind of, it's kind of funny cause he comes in and he's like the exterminator and he's, you know, he's bigger than all of them. And actually I didn't think this is kind of quite funny. I forgot about this. Like for a lot of the movie, you know, like Sean Connery doesn't wear anything, but this fucking, these red, the red. red X, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. this, and he's like pure, like pure fucking, costume. Hairy chested, pure like grizzly. Hairy legs, do if I remember right. Oh yeah, hairy legs. Like he's a one hairy <laughs> bastard. <like. Yeah. laughs> and uh, fucking just constantly, everybody's touching him. I just thought it was funny. Like they're constantly walking past, and they're like, oh, oh. And I was like, that'd be fucking like he's like pretty much half naked. They're pretty much half naked, and just like fucking lots of people just feeling him up, like like constantly throughout the movie. But um, then they go on about they start showing him images to see if he'll get erect. 
and he, <laughs> uh, no, like literally, like Spider, literally, he does. He, no, no, but he, no, but the funny thing is, the funny thing he's is, like, he's like Bruce Banner. It's like I'm always erect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm he doesn't have to put on anything. I'm already fucking. <laughs> he, uh, he, like, they, they, always they show, ready to ready to play. Just they, 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 uh, they, they show him images to like turn him on, but the images don't turn him on. And then the woman who wants to get rid of him and kill him, he looks at her, and then he gets turned on. And they're in a room full of people, and they're all like, oh, 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 oh. "Looks like you're the one that did it in the end." Up, and like, like, what the fuck? Oh, attracted all, to a woman, I see. Like this is this is, this is all this is this is all like within the first like half an hour of the movie. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> how long is the movie it's only like fucking like an hour and 45 minutes or two hours more. no two hours maybe and i was like geez a lot happens in this like that that was actually something i forgot to say about those bad movies they're all like an hour an hour 50 to like uh two hours and i was just like these are all just a wee bit too long yeah <laughs> that's kind of what more movies were like back in the day though because it was more of a yeah. thing to go out like yeah yeah, like even with the westerns you find, they're all fucking way, way long. Like yeah, two hours plus, like just for justify the going out to the booze and paying yeah, the, like, suppose. Take, taking stuff. your best doll for a movie and a soda pop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> back in the blue days. And, uh, then it's it's find it interesting. They see him as an animal, and they're kind of in a semi-utopian. Like, cause they're not, cause it's supposed to be that they've like kind of just eliminated like most disease and like death, and they've not created immortality. But then, it, but see, then it kind of goes into the whole idea that like a lot of them are bored, a lot of them don't like being immortal. Like one of the main points of the movie is they're actually trying to look for death now, and like one of them is like he's like fucking why don't you? He's like he says to one of them, why don't you just kill yourself? He's like, oh, I have three times. Mm-hmm. But he like he says it pure like oh I have three times you know sometimes if I just get bored and then you're like Jesus you know it's like so it's kind of semi utopian you know they're living this idyllic lifestyle of eliminated like disease and death they've eliminated underwear everyone's just like is that a plot point or is it I, just I just that you I just noticed? think it's definitely something I noticed about the seventies I was like well this guy was just like I am saving money on underwear for the men and but the woman. The... <laughs> But, but like you just said they eradicated uh underwear like is that mentioned or did you just notice that there isn't any underwear i just noticed there isn't any underwear and all of the women are very they... very scampily skimply clad <laughs> um i did notice that like it's kind of interesting that like sean connery's supposed to be exterminator and a big tough guy and he is in all fairness a lot bigger than all of them <laughs> you know like, kind of like, it's yeah. kind of like it's a good kind of wee thing i just noticed he is taller and broader than all of them yeah um, it does defy gender norms when it comes to clothing because pretty much all the men wear all of the all female clothing, except Sean Connery, who just looks absolutely stunning in his leather underwear with red X and big thigh high boots. Red um, you actually you actually find out where the word Zardoz comes from, and I actually did like it, but okay. it's really weird. It's like, do you want me to explain it or not? Yeah, go for it. So. A part of the movie comes to, it turns out that Sean Connery's character that they see as an animal and stuff, he's actually a second level mutant and he's a lot smarter and stronger than they realize. And he taught himself to read. And then he figured out that Zardoz is a fake god because he's reading The Wizard of Oz. And that's where the name Zardoz comes from. Because The Wizard of Oz is also about 
looking behind the mask and you see what is real and he looks behind the mask. End of the word end of the word wizard and Oz. Yeah. You can literally if you just Just take WI off. WI and remove the of and it's Zardoz and that's where he took it from. But then also it's because the point of the Wizard of Oz in that he says is because you look behind the mask and you see what's true. So he knew that it was fake. But then what is kind of interesting is it goes into fake Zardoz, who's no real Zardoz, who's a fake god, shows up who's one of the immortals, and he had actually bred him over the course of generations because he wanted to bring death to all of them because he hated the immortality and they all do and they're all mm. really happy and excited about this <laughs> and uh what's interesting is like Zardoz comes up to him and it's like Sean Connery's kind of walking away after kind of like you know the whole thing's kind of done he's looking kind of cool like and he's like you know I bred you I bred you I created you and like I was your master and I worked out this whole thing and then he was like he kind of I can't remember the exact line but he says kind of like uh, you're you've just been bred and you've been controlled for your purpose and all that's this here kind of thing. It's kind of like it's actually a pretty cool line. I wish I could remember it. I forgot to write it down, but it's kind of like he's all about you're being controlled and I like you know created this kind of narrative for you. And he's like you're just controlled by outside forces in the same way that I am. I'm no different than you. You know that kind of way. And then he mm. kind of just walks away, and then everyone gets murdered. <laughs> <laughs> everyone gets murdered except he goes. He ends up with the girl. That he originally got erect at in front of at the start of the movie, <laughs> and then they have a kid in a cave. Oh, and then you just watch them age, and the kid grow up to about fifteen, and then he walks away, and then the film ends. Wow! Hmm. <laughs> wow! Yeah. And there's definitely a lot that I'm missing out there that is just wild. <laughs> but there's some really cool scenes. I'll have to check like, it out. Yeah. One yeah. of them, one of them. There's one wee bit of kind of hammy acting from Sean Connery, but it's good. Is he's told <laughs> he's told to step into like this like mirror prism thing, and he steps in, and then it turns out it's supposed to be a drop, and he's like, uh, uh. <laughs> he kind of like kind of slips down, but then it shows him falling like ten feet, and it is kind of cool. And then she just walks in, and she walks in normal. So it's it's kind of like a cool kind of shot, but it's just kind of yeah. funny seeing him sort of because it's quite clear Weird that he isn't it. falling into anything. It's quite clear he's just kind of ducking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, so that's there, does wow, would watch. Yeah. I would just say, just give it yeah, a watch because no, it's yeah, definitely. uh, yeah, it sounds like I'll definitely have to watch it at some point. I feel like you'd watch it and just be like, Pfft. I don't know. So, so when, when did that one come out? 1973. 1973, okay. uh, Ireland's one of Ireland's finest movies, definitely. <laughs> uh, I, re- so I realized I have another one in that era as well because I watched oh. Murder Narn Express, which came oh, out in 1974. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When was your next one, Aaron? Mine was 1975. 75, okay. Yeah, so. Jesus, he's a busy man, eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like a movie oh. every year, yeah. Hot property, like hot property, back yeah. In the day. So, um, makes sense why he's such yeah, a legend when you kind of look at it like this because there's so many, and like especially all like those James Bond movies and everything, quick succession, yeah. and then like you know, doing a Hitchcock movie, doing Murder on the Orient Express, which I'm sure was massive yeah. at the time, yeah. I think because like there was that was a big ensemble cast as well. Um, trying to think who it was, all their big names in it. Can't really remember. There was a lot of like a lot of the female cast that were all like um big movie stars from there was um oh, I I can't remember their names now. I was looking them up last night. But uh it was like Humphrey Bogart's wife. And it was also the and so his wife was in it and also 
the woman who was in Casablanca, which is a different actress, but like a lot of those classic um, mm-hmm. female movie stars, there's like three or but like, four but like of from them. the 50s. Ingrid, or Ber- Ingrid Bergman, that was one of them, mm. and people like that. Sean Connery, I'm trying to think who else was in it. I feel like I'm missing someone. You're missing Can't the murderer. <laughs> but yeah it was really good and like as what i watched this one uh yesterday which was sunday and again it was just like it just felt right like just that it just felt like one of those sunday a chilled sunday like old, watch yeah. old timey movies yeah you must have watched a lot of old timey movies on sundays when you were kids. <laughs> yeah. i think it's just i think it's, i think like uh yeah. I've, yeah, I've been thinking the same to be honest like yeah. Sunday was always like a oldie kind of movie yeah they it was like the, fa- the family was always there mm. um and like like when I was younger when you're younger too it's like it's what the, the How much? Not, it's like yeah you don't, you don't have time other like days of the week because you're school or whatever so it's like those weekend daytime just chilling out yeah with the family no, I, I can't i can get it definitely and my mom would always would like loved all those uh um like poirot the david Suchet version mm-hmm. and like Rambo and all those movies so it's like kind of it's like kind of nostalgic for it's like this like uh murder art express was like my mom's style movie and james bond is like my dad's style movie yeah. so it's like both yeah but uh i don't really have too much to go on to say about this because you can't really go and do mm. too much without giving it away because it's all um uh, I get around. it there wasn't a murder yeah it was the train it was the, tra- <laughs> it was <laughs> it was the, the train, train the whole time the train the whole time God nobody see that coming <laughs> it was a metaphorical train it was all about Pyro's train of thought oh Jesus <laughs> <laughs> um, train goes deep man <laughs> train goes deep but um what was I going to say I heard it's I heard it's a good movie though. Yeah, it is really yeah. good. Probably, but it was like one. Of, a lot of these movies, like the, uh, this movie and Hunt Red October, and even the Bond movies, I've been like thinking of. Like I wanted to watch Hunter Hunter October, mm. and this movie I, I've been meaning to watch because from watching uh, Knives Out, yeah, and this is like one of the big influences on that. So I was like, oh, I must watch that movie. And uh, like I've been thinking about going back and watching the Bond movies for a while, just because just for that nostalgia of like, wonder what they're like to return to. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, cause I, like, I'm, I'm thinking about that everything. too. Yeah, I think like all these movies that I watched over the last week are ones that I was meaning to anyway. So it just gave me an excuse That's to. It's a great excuse as well. Like it really yeah. forces yeah. you to watch them as well. Do you recommend yeah. it to anybody? <laughs> yeah. Get another group together and watch a heap of movies like based around yeah. topics. Great, like. Great. Yeah, I don't think I have anything anything else to say about that one. Now. There's not really anything jumping out, but it's it was it's definitely really good. Like savage. Could watch. Must watch it yeah. and then watch the new version and be like. I've watched the new version. <laughs> is, is it any good? What do you think of that? Uh, it's it's all right. Like I don't know. There was um, a, a a character in this where as soon as he, as soon as, soon as I seen him, I was like, that's Johnny Depp's character. Because <laughs> he just kind of looks like Johnny Depp. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that, that has to be what Johnny Depp plays. Yeah. So does Johnny Depp play uh, someone who's married to like a princess? Is that it? Uh, no. 
I'm afraid not. No? <laughs> nah, uh, Johnny Depp plays... Is he a princess or a countess or something? Was he again? I think he was the book who got murdered, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So, there you go. I, like, people have mixed reviews on that movie, and I I thought it was alright, like, but I'd say if yeah. I seen the Connery one first, I'd probably have a different opinion, just... Yeah, give me yeah. a I think, like, yeah, I think, like, that, the new one was decent, but mm. I think because it was, like, a big is... ensemble... Yeah, that's that. There's like, a great cast, isn't it? Yeah, it's. I think I think people thought it should have been much better, and um, because the source material, it's like, I think it's just one of those problems. Like, you know, it was pretty good, but then you compare it to what came. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm pretty happened. sure the old one or the nineteen seventy four wasn't wasn't that there like a, a classic like. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and Connery's great in it again. He he doesn't have a massive role in it, but he's just very good. But you're just like, there's there's my guy. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the dude. Um. So what was your next one again, Aaron? My one is in 1975. The man who would be king. Ah, yeah. So I'm going to turn Mount Everest of manure into facts. Quotes <laughs> <laughs> from Marnita. I forgot about it. He <laughs> sounds great. Uh, I don't think I know much about this one. I just know that it's supposed to be a, a good movie. I didn't. I didn't know anything about this movie. At all, just hear the odd thing, like, but it's funny because yeah. you, you were on about Knives Out, and you know the old guy in Knives Out, he played oh, yeah. Rudyard Kipling in this movie. Oh, because right. ah. it's it's meant to be it's a Rudyard Kipling book. It's based on it's meant to be yeah. him through the eyes of this book. It's was it uh, Michael Caine's a dude called Peachy Carnahan <laughs> and Sean Connery's David Dravot. Just thought it was very funny, like. And they're basically mm-hmm. on their way to find the lost, oh, it's a faraway country of Karifistan. It's like it's one of them countries, I don't know if it's fictional or not or whatever. But, yeah. Um, you learned Latveria for you. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, I am placing. <laughs> um, but uh, basically it's a place in legend where Alexander the Great he basically died there and he was king there and all this hair and it all gold like they took all his gold there and ah, all this different stuff. So I these two hatch a plan. Yeah. That I think that is real and th- that was like a place is that where like it became uh uh it like became something else. Right, I I because the the, the libraries of Alexander got burned to the ground, and like all, there's all these like uh, records got lost, but there was supposed to be oh. somewhere where the Hanging Gardens of Babylon are, I think. Yeah. All oh, right. Okay. I was thinking of the Hanging Hanging Gardens of Babylon. Yeah. Well, they were just about to loot this time. <laughs> they were going to loot the place. <laughs> um. Yeah, I really liked this movie. It was really charming. Just like yeah. turn of the century, like they're back from the war and they're out in India. So and... Adventure kind of movie, like that's it. Like, um, starts off in India and that's where they pops into like uh, Rudolf Kipling. And, um, yeah, there's there is <laughs> both of them are 
there is a bit of brown face in this. Like, really? yeah, I was just like, oh, no way. The first scene was it, Rudar? He gets intrigued by these two. They're on about, they explain what they're going to do. He's just like, no way, no way. We'll meet us in the morning in some district and share CSR. So we go around the district anyway, and of course, big buzzling, like city, wherever it is, like Arabian kind of scent. It's almost like Aladdin. I would just describe it mm. like kind of that kind of stuff. And all this here is happening. And then he gets like, it's me. <laughs> it's like Michael Caine, and he's all right. He's just like, come over me, whatever. <laughs> Brings him over. And then there's this dude dancing in the middle of the crowd or whatever. And he's got braids or whatever. And then you find out it's like Sean Connery just <laughs> dancing away. And Michael Caine, he's just like, he can put the fear in Allah and then he moves them and give a good profit. And he's just like, he goes out like all possessed and stuff. He's just getting poured money and everything. And oh, man. It's like an Arabian Jack Sparrow, just as the greatest thing ever. <laughs> but I think that's how, like, they they bartered with someone to get like muse, so they could go on the big journey. Then, then they go across. Of course, these, like it's like the Himalayas or whatever, like big snow-clad mountains, and they go through and they end up running out of food and <laughs> coming in this cave, and they're just like, you know what? We had a good run of it, didn't we? And it's just like, yeah, grand. And then they end up like chatting about some old general or whatever, and one of them just goes, remember we used to stick him up above? Oh, ha, ha. They start laughing, laughing away. And this, of course, causes a big avalanche and just clears <laughs> away for them. He's <laughs> like, my folks were away. God, what was it? One of the sayings that they had as well it was just... They just come out of like God's holy trousers. It's just <laughs> God, it's bad. like because you heard Sean say it first, like at the start, and then Michael just God's holy trousers, and it's just, <laughs> this is one of them we sayings. It's just really like the movie's got like charm out of its ears, like it's class. Um, and he does like to get there then, and uh, Sean Connery does a lot of singing and. <laughs> Uh, that's that's just deadly. Like I, I don't know. I don't really want to spoil it. Like, but it's yeah, it's well good. That's not another um, one to watch. Yeah, definitely. What all did Richard Kipling do? He did the, ju- did the Jungle, jungle book. book. Yeah, that's the only other thing, and he makes them um, really nice cherry bake. Exceedingly well, good cake. <laughs> 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 That's kind of all I know. <laughs> That's, uh... This just turned into an ad for fucking buns. <laughs> Do you mean these exceedingly both... good cakes? <laughs> I love how we both just went there immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right enough, like, because Stroud and they're, they're exceedingly good. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Did he do. He didn't do. I don't know. I'm sure that I'm sure there's something kind of folk tales that he did as well. But no, like the movie as well, it really captures that whole kind of adventure kind of thing. The only like good um compared to like Spendiana Jones, I suppose, and I suppose But like I, I imagine a series being like less, you know, Indiana Jones is fighting Nazis. This is more just about like Chuck fucking across just adventures, yeah. 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 Just they had it in their mind that they wanted to go go to this magic land they were just like oh we'll become kings then get all the get all the loot and that and um uh, for two riflemen like from the from the british army oh, 
god, hey, they might just stop. <laughs> just, yeah, they're one of the scenes. <laughs> one of the scenes when they go to, they get to a new city or whatever anyway, like it was one of the new towns and all the townspeople, and they get greeted by, what was it, what was it called? There was allies of the British army, they were like Turks or whatever, and they were, um, there's one of them there anyway, and he comes to greet them. But the town's just like, oh yes, oh great, they think you're, <laughs> they think you're devils or whatever. It's just like we're not devils. <laughs> was it? We're riflemen. It's just like, oh, these guys are riflemen, and um, they're riflemen. It's just like, no, oh, there must be devils, devils. Oh, they're even worse. They're from the British army. It's just like, compared <laughs> 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 to that. And anyway, like, there's a lot of good wee kind of quips on it, you know. Just, yeah, I, I fairly enjoyed it. Now I have to it's say, it's fun, yeah, like, yeah, it is good. Now they do get into some hairy positions, and the way they get out of them, it's just like, ah, no, come on. <laughs> but no. uh, that's that. Yeah, that's what something I meant to say as well. In the Bond movies, there's a lot of like, like the way he gets out of certain situations are just like by r- random chance, kind of. <laughs> Yeah, like not it's not skill based. It's literally yeah, just... it's like someone someone will just save him <laughs> just in time or like, because like, in Goldfinger, I was trying to remember how he got out of that. Where you know where he's like, um, the laser that scene where he's like Goldfinger has him on the oh yeah, and he's like he's gonna cut him in half, isn't it? With the yeah, with the the laser, and he just like, it's just like he says the right thing to to get out. He's like, <laughs> do you want to risk? It's like I've told. I told the British Secret Service everything, and he's like, "Well, whatever. You don't know anything." He's like, "Do you want to take that risk?" And he just decides not to. Whatever. <laughs> it's, there's always just like, it's like I don't know. <laughs> it's like, how's he gonna get out of this one? He'll just ask Some, to leave. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's weird sometimes. Oh, just or like. So, or some someone someone else will just save him just in time or whatever, and it's like, and he's like, "Huh, oh, just like I planned." <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. Um, so when's the next movie now? Um, my everything was that everything you had to say about? Uh... Yeah, I mean, it is. It's it's just good. It's another one of them Sunday movies. Just you know that. Yeah, just seems like he seems seems like he must have been on a lot of Sunday movies in our childhood. I'm. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, well, that was yeah. Journey. Oh, that was good. I was trying to think, was there any <laughs> hitting of woman or anything like that there? That, <laughs> that is probably, uh, probably yeah. <laughs> oh. if, if there was brown face, like, I don't think it's going to be that. Yeah, sure that was, I'm sure he insisted. Uh, like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, like, brown makeup on his face. Like, mad. But, um, so, um, oh, yeah, that's... When's your next one, Aaron? My next one is uh, 1990. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. I, okay. Well, I've won before that. Oh, just one more bond in 1983. Oh, yeah. 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 Trying to storm this like outpost or whatever in a jung- jungle, and it's like the the tech that they have is just a a Nerf 
frisbee. <laughs> like he just, <laughs> he just throws a frisbee that makes a noise, like a Nerf whistle, Ooh. and they're like, <laughs> <laughs> technology. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't even shoot their dove and it's just like Ooh. what's, what's yeah, the point the, of this I don't get it like is it to like distract them or yeah distract them but I was just like what else is the poor dove just watched it I was like I was like that's just a, th- that's just a toy like that, yeah, that yeah, you can buy yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, it's like just you just throw it and it just goes and does a whistle I was like okay but um yeah so this one like you said he's he's an older bond there aren't even uh double O's anymore it's like uh, a new M has taken over and Bond is has been out of the field. I think he's like, t- he's been teaching uh, new agents. Yeah, this is like, it's kind of off the canon, is it? Yeah, is well, it I'll get into that. I, I, okay. I, looked, I was looking it up while I was watching because I was like, as I can't be through and I was like, what? what is the reason behind this? Because mm. I thought at first it was like the the other one where it's like they needed him to come back to, to take over from someone. Yeah, but um, yeah. So he's like, um, <laughs> he's an agent bond. An agent bond, yeah, and um, uh, yeah, he gets sent to a hospital to like um, get a checkup and stuff. Get and there there's a hip replaced, just. <laughs> <laughs> and there's it was this was another one of those scenes that just I was like, oh, I remember that specifically, and it, it's like another one of those funny moments where um. He's in this big scrap with a guy, and then he, um, the way he beats him, he's like, and get they end up in like the lab of the hospital, and he like throws us some liquid into his face, and the guy's like, ah! and he like starts freaking out, and then like flies backwards, <laughs> and he just like stops, and then Bond looks at the jar, he's like, what, like confused, he's like, what did I just throw on him, and it's like, it has his own name on it, it's like the urine sample he gave earlier. <laughs> ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. But then it cuts, it cuts back. It cuts back to the guy then, and he's just like, s- s- like stock still, and then he falls forward, and all the like glassware that he backed into is stabbed into his back, and I was like, oh shit, I remember that. That was like one of those scenes where I was like, fucking remember that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah so yet again, that isn't really skill or anything. Like that's pure happenstance that he fucking went yeah. back into the glass. <laughs> that's. Oh, I noticed too in this one when when he pulled up to the hospital. He was driving the Bentley, oh, which, I, yeah. which was like oh, that the, was a cool yeah, back, which you know I know is yeah. a nod from the books, like yeah. So yeah, so I was looking this up, and it turned out this was actually a remake of Thunderball, the one I didn't really like. Right. Okay. So basically, there was some kind of um, like the rights to this movie. I think might still be tied up in a weird way, but it was the producer. Basically, there was some. Um, it went to court with Thunderball for some reason. It's all. It's like even though I was looking stuff up, it's still kind of confusing. But I think because it said this one was based on the screenplay for the original Thunderball, but that wasn't the movie that got made. So I, th- I don't know what happened there. But yeah. basically, the producer that did Thunderball found out he still had certain rights to like. James Bond and M and like uh, Blofeld and Spectre and all like basically had certain rights from the original Thunderball and that was the conclusion it's like he could make another movie but it had to be Thunderball again but like I didn't even realize like Mm. the main plot in Thunderball is they steal two uh, nuclear warheads 
And that's what happens in this too. But I didn't even make that comparison because it just happens in a completely fast, different fast way. way. Yeah. yeah. Like this one, the way it happens is like they make, they get this guy to, they make this guy have eye surgery to make his eye the same as the president's. And they're going to do like this. Um, uh, they're going to test these uh, self-propelled um, warheads, but they're doing dummy warheads. But then he uses his eye to gain access and replaces them with uh, actual nuclear warheads. So then when they're fired, they hack into them and they make them sink and then they steal them and all that there. Oh, that's pretty good. That was all <laughs> different. It was all like brand new. Yeah. So I think they did. And like the thing I found really annoying about like so much of the Thunderball feeling like underwater, <laughs> they like there's still a lot of that, but I think they just seem to like, like, I don't know, fine tune it a bit better. Whereas like yeah. it didn't happen. I don't know. It wasn't, I just didn't find this one boring at all. I really enjoyed this actually. It felt really uh, quite different to the other ones. But yeah, looking on date then. Um, so I said that uh, I said that Diamonds Forever was the seventh Bond movie, but it actually wasn't. The same year Her Honor Majesty's Secret Service came out, the original Casino Royale came out as well. Oh, right. <laughs> but it was like a spoof movie. And then this year, another Bond movie came out as well. Uh, Octopussy, I think it was, with yeah. Roger Moore. So there was two Bond movies competing at the same time in the like at the box uh, office. Jesus, that's a bit weird. Yeah, and the thing is too, I read as well that like in this one, Bond Sean Connery plays an agent Bond, even though I think he was younger than Roger Moore in Octopussy. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's oh. quite funny. What? Yeah, that's a bit mad. Well, mad. But yeah, like yeah, it's very very interesting how this all like all, this all came about. Mm. And uh, Sean Connery was more involved in this one too. There was like certain aspects of like the other production company that like he didn't really like, mm-hmm. and he got more involved in like the cast and stuff because he was like, oh, the Bond movies never have good enough like big enough actors and stuff. So he was involved in hiring of the main. Uh, What's his name? Largo, I think it was. He's like the main kind of villain. And he is really good in it, actually, to be fair. And he was the guy that plays Volt Blofeld in this one. He was involved in, in that. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. And, uh, yeah, so <laughs> I was like watching it. And then the next thing, the jetpack came back <laughs> from the original Thunderbolt. Yeah! Because <laughs> I, I was thinking too, I was like, why do I not remember? Like, like this is a remake of Thunderball, and I'm not recognizing anything. And then I was like, "Oh yeah, there's it's because the other one started with a jetpack, and then <laughs> they're like on a submarine, and they like fire these rockets out of the water into the air, and the rockets break apart, and him and Felix are like <laughs> on these like jetpack things, and <laughs> they were inside the rockets, and it ends in another bloody underwater fight. But <laughs> like the whole climax of Thunderball is just all underwater, and I was just like. Come on! <laughs> it like, just feels like it goes on forever. Get back to Thailand. <laughs> it's just like, uh because it's like, it's just slow motion underwater. It's like this is so shite. <laughs> but yeah, it's a lot better in this one again. I think they just, I think they just shortened down all those sequences. Um, um, yeah, if you're like remaking Thunderballs, those have seen what didn't work the last time and just kind of, yeah, I think the same like. Yeah, uh, that was another thing. It's like he was the only 
He's the only Bond to appear in both the original and remake. And he also breaks the fourth wall at the end. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Because he, he like says... Um... Oh, I forgot. To... I didn't say Rowan Atkinson is in this movie too. Oh, no <laughs> what the fuck? Is, is, is he in right. a big role or a small role? Yeah. Bond meets Bean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I found out it's actually it was his first ever oh, movie, wow. and then looking up some of the trivia, there was like, there's a fan theory that um, that character uh, went on to become Johnny English then <laughs> in the same universe, and like cha- went, like he became a proper yes. agent then and changed his name and everything. And <laughs> I kind of like that. <laughs> it's yeah. just fun. Like, but yeah, he's a big, big enough role. That's so at the end, then uh, Bond's hanging out in the pool, and he's like. He's basically saying he's retired and everything. And Ron Atkinson comes and um, it's like, uh, M's begging you come back. And he's like, never again. And then the Bond girl who's Kim Basinger in this one is like, never say never. And then they like kiss. And then it looks, he looks at the camera and goes, because cool. we wink. <laughs> but apparently the name, the again. name never say never again is a conversation that Sean Connor actually had with his wife. Yeah, I knew that. Where he said he said he would never be Bond again, and she was like, "Oh, never say never again." And there we go. Yeah. What a way to close out your career as like the suave, smooth, yeah. sexy, yeah. Uh, secret agent. Like I'm gonna look at the camera and wink after shifting the bond girl. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Career but um, yes, and like I was saying too, people at the time thought that Diamonds Forever was was a bit silly. Mm. So, um, the Never Say Never Again is kind of seen as like a much more uh, toned down kind of, just a better like, um, like finale for Sean Connery's Bond. Yeah, yeah, because he actually like you know he it it hasn't been a bit older and he comes back and he like he says that he's not. Not, uh, it's yeah, it's kind of like it's, it's kind of like around. closing. It's kind of wrapping. Yeah, up. it's nice. Yeah, it's cool. So I would say if anyone's watching these movies, I would probably just skip Thunderball and watch. Yeah, 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 that's what I'm <laughs> taking from it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was really in, like the the like I was really surprised to find out there was another Bond movie the same year, and I was like, that's kind of mad. Yeah, that's that's a bit of overkill. Like, yeah, I only find out. That so like, yeah, like like you said, Aaron, this one isn't canon. Mm. But it was just something he kind of wanted to do himself. Yeah. There's a. Yeah. Um. It's not the last time he kind of laid hands and like producing and stuff as well, and giving a um have a hand and like all casting and stuff like that there. Because what did I find out? Yeah. Through all the kind of stuff after he died and that, like all these stories got told around. And for The Rock, he actually, what was it? They were, whoever was producing that movie, whether it be, it was like Disney execs, or it was like Jerry Brockheimer or something like that there. They were saying that they were going to cut pay or something like that there. They're going to cut the movie. And Sean Connery stepped in and I think they were going to take Michael Bay out of it or whatever. And he was just like, no, no, he's doing a great job. Like, you just need to watch, like, what he's done already. And keep it. Mm. And after hearing what he said, like, kept him on, still made the movie. They were going to, like, I think it was just, the, it was getting too expensive. That they were going to cut a heap. And he was just like, no, no, he's have to finish it, like, the way he wants it. So. He was like, no, no. no. It's a fine movie and a fine filmmaker. 
Imagine him walking in because obviously, fucking at then, like, I'm assuming Michael Bay wasn't that big of a director at the time, but then fucking like Sean Connery would have been a living legend, yeah, absolutely. Um, um, go on to the rock if you want, and then finish on Red October, and that's you. When was October? Uh, the, rock, the rock out? The rock was 96. So, 96. Three bit after the hunt for Red October. Ah, we'll, we'll that, keep going with yeah. our. We'll keep going in order, sure, yeah. Yeah. That's alright. It's just. We'll, we'll watch this one. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, this. I love this movie. It was really good. Had you seen it before? I hadn't seen it before, no. You hear yeah, you heard all about it though, like it's mm. it's fairly pop culture. I seen I read that it was the fifth the weekend that it came out, it was the fifth highest box office in the world at the time. Um so can I just interject with one thing actually before we do yeah. this because I meant to say that. Did yeah. you did you hear about the new who the new James Bond is apparently? Is there I heard one and nine? Yeah, Lashana Lynch. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a black woman. Ah. Oh. Apparently, in when rumors first began, that's what. Yeah, sorry, that's what I was looking up. I was like, I could have. I don't know if it's entirely confirmed, or if she, I don't know if she's a front runner, or if she's definitely got it. But apparently, they're gonna go in a really different direction. Wow. But, though nothing is per be confirmed yet, but she's apparently in the lead to win it. So she's she oh, was go. she you know Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Oh, she, know, was the, uh, she was her best friend, the pilot. Okay. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, there's um possibly. Sorry, that's just something I wanted before we got into something. I was like, trying oh, to find it for ages. Yeah. <laughs> but um, just thought that I would be would a really bit... like to see. I still would really like to see it or Selva. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but, one. like, honestly, I don't understand why they don't pick me. <laughs> I know. I know I can't act. I know I can't smooth but <laughs> <laughs> I know I don't exactly have the sex appeal but like that's a direction that nobody will see coming people will see diversity people won't see <laughs> like somebody completely inept just kind of stumbling through like if you know do it like the old movies where I just get out of every situation by happenstance yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's actually the best agent we have we just we we don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Get back to Hunt for Red October. <laughs> yeah. Um, the next. So the... The... <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I saw like a. The reason this was in my head recently too was I think it was Patrick H. Willems. Maybe he did a oh, video yes. on him, or was it him? I think it was, and he's talking about like the. Like there's a cool moment. Whenever it changes from Russian to yeah, English. that's a really cool moment. Absolutely. Yeah, I like it's that. Like a, yeah, it's class. It's like the guy's reading uh, a Bible quote, and while he's reading it, the camera zooms in, and then he says the word Armageddon, which is the same word in Russian and English. And then when he continues talking, he says the rest in English, and the camera zooms back out again. Class. Yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting. Like, yeah, uh, that's basically what the video I watched was about. Was about like the how they um, got across like the um, communication. Because there's another point later on 
mm. where they finally meet and they have to like kind of they make they because the whole movie then is like in english no matter who you're watching but then they meet so they have to kind of re remake that uh language barrier so whenever they're talking russian you don't get subtitles because you're like in basically the you're, you're following the english speaking submarine yeah you're from yeah. jack ryan's point of view basically he's like the cia guy he's like he's your your main character i suppose mm-hmm. it's kind of just sean connery's kind of the main character as well but yeah, or, yeah. jack ryan i suppose is more like the, the audience because even though he's in the say he's kind of like outside as well he's like not part of all the, the submarine yeah, he's, 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 he's not he's, part he's of the, the one that goes into submarine the rest force. is all the crew yeah he's not part of the naval uh, forces or anything so whenever they meet up they're talking russian and then sean connery makes a joke and jack ryan laughs and then it, sean connery's like oh you speak russian and then it's just all in english again going oh. to establish that they can understand each other yeah. That's, so that's, yeah, it's cool. So that's, that's basically what the video that I watched was about. Was about like how they uh, kind of approached kind of language stuff. and the fact that there's two languages yeah. in the film. And am I right? Was that director? Is that a diehard director? Oh, that's a good question. I I meant to look it up. I know. I just I'll let Googlers do it. Having a phone me. John McTiernan. Um, it's cool. It, um. They do speak about yeah, their... Die Hard. Ah, that's cool. Yeah. That's very that's cool. I think he did... Did he do a... Third Die Hard as well? Oh, he did Predator. Last Action Hero. <laughs> that's quite a good fucking repertoire. Like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he did the third Die Hard as well. Oh. I was thinking that was right. Um, yeah, it's cool. They do speak about the Russian in that as well, which is... School before yeah. that, like, and um, what else? Sam Neil, always, yeah. always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Yeah, the Northern Irish Kiwi. There's <laughs> <laughs> another Fantastic. great cast. Yeah. Alec Baldwin. Uh, Alec Baldwin's supposed to be really good in that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were both supposed to be uh, James Earl Jones, Stellan Skarsgård. No, first of all, you said it wrong. It's James Earl Jones, Stellan Skarsgård. You have to say his name. Zumba. Yeah, you have to say his name like deeper and slower than everything else. Um. Yeah, he's great in it too. Um. Am I missing anyone? I think that was the main. Who's that? Yeah, another great cast. Another thing yeah. too is, is that uh, awesome. Sean Connery was actually in the Navy in World War Two. So I wonder if that yeah. there. Wonder wow. if that there had anything to do with, you know playing the role have you you haven't seen this movie now i i don't think so if i did it was nah. so long ago i but you know what i mean but i don't think so because yeah like um i always like i remember hearing about this movie and i was like that does not sound like something that would interest me yeah <laughs> and then it's, really, it's from watching that that video that i mentioned that like got me interested in it and yeah i, I loved it like it's, it's really just, well uh, shot like fantastic yeah. and like um I did. I never knew I would be so like enthralled about a movie that is basically just filmed in two submarines. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the sets are fantastic though. Like another another guy that I recognize is the guy. Um, he's on the American submarine. The, that captain is in. Yes. Uh, and uh, yes, leftovers. Yeah, he's a great actor too. Yeah. He, he looks very young in this movie. <laughs> yeah. But he doesn't at the same time. Really he's like middle-aged, but yeah. he's not as old as he is now. Like, it's mad. 
Yeah, yeah, like because when I saw him, I was like, "That's familiar," and I was like, "Oh shit, that's who it is." Yeah, but, sorry, um, I missed that. Who was it? I was just looking up uh, that, making sure I was right. Yeah, he was in the Navy at sixteen. Sorry, there's the guy. Uh, I don't know Scott the name That's his name. Scott Glenn. Scott. Yeah, because he, he played like uh, in the Marvel or in the Netflix Daredevil. He's Devil uh, Series. Yeah, he plays Stick. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Yeah, and he's in the Leftovers as well. Oh well. Um, but yeah, you're saying Aaron is like. There's like three or four locations. Mm. It's like there's the odd time it cuts to, um, like uh, I don't know, commanders or whatever in the office, mm-hmm. and then like it goes back to the to the they're on, deck. Yeah, they're on the warship as well. And also, Maybe even they're on the poop deck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I could never join. Yeah, that's why like I could a... never join the navy. <laughs> it's just I... too many, too much of a child laughing at the poop deck. I... How do they poo on a submarine, though? Do they just, like, <laughs> put the cheeks to the window? Just, yes. They just have to... There's a series of bags. <laughs> instead, they get all home with them. In, instead of a dumb waiter, it's a dump waiter. And they just ah, put it out into the ocean. <laughs> oh. Maybe they just, like, put it in the... Torpedo fucking... Fucking <laughs> <laughs> fire a big torpedo at someone. No. <laughs> A torpedo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, as, you, as, you, as you can see, Morrow, we're always at the highest of class. <laughs> we just talk about things. It's like a full like circle and like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like this movie is just yeah. like it's just it's tension the whole way through that just, and mm. just keeps ramping up. It's expertly done. Like. Essentially, just like yeah, like even the way. Even the way, like when uh, Sean Connery's character is introduced, you don't know what he's up to, and you're like, "Oh, like it's like, oh shit, like what's this guy going to do?" And then like, yeah, Jack Ryan, Alec Baldwin's character, he starts working out what's going on. You start work with, working out what's going on. Tim Curry, that was another Tim Curry, yes, yeah, another course. one. Yeah, um, yeah. hell of a cast in that movie. <laughs> yeah, right there, like, <laughs> even when the the opening credits were coming up, like one after the other, just like what? It's class. <laughs> But another thing that I really like, what well, two things that I really liked as well, the fact that when it was like it's the American submarine and the Russian submarine, and the way that they were even dressed, like the Navy mm. guys, if they're like caps or whatever, and then the Russian dudes are fully like uniformed and that, yeah, all, pushing away buttons and all that. There, that was really cool. And, I love the music in it too. Ah, yeah, class. all the music is just like, like a um, Russian like. Like orchest- orchestral, but and like uh, choirs and stuff, and you're just like, <laughs> <laughs> really good, really feeling it. Yeah, for a movie really about bad. like submarines that really aren't like going at much speed at all, like the yeah, yeah. yeah. Bite, you know what I mean. And given like, yeah, it's really weird. It's like there was some times where I was kind of like, how do submarines work? <laughs> but for the most part, I was like, I think I get it. Yeah. Another thing as well was when the sets, when they were turning, they're going down or whatever. The sets actually like went down, so they all like yeah, and they back. would like all slant. Yeah, oh right, cool. really they, they, cool. they moved, they moved the whole set then. They kind of like yeah. give it the idea of like that's it. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, it's just yeah because the ca- the camera yeah. would tilt, but you but like you'd realize that the people were like still the right way up, so it's like everything was tilting. Yeah, that's pretty class. So yeah, yeah. yeah. It's good. Like I said, surprising for a movie about submarines. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, good. I just, it's just 
very well done. I think that out of all the movies I watched, it's probably my favorite. Mm. Definitely well, one my, I like. My, my favorite I, of all I watched was Zardoz. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I'm glad I managed to pick the weirdest one anyway. I was like, thank God. Yeah. Someone had to watch it again. Kept yeah. more meaning. Someone had to should, watch that. I think dog. we like, should all watch it together and just—I um, don't know. Like, I, I kind of want to see your reactions. Maybe we'll like, do a we'll do a Zardoz commentary track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'll just be what? Huh? <laughs> just, like, just like what just happened? I think not. I don't know. I'm trying to think of uh, other stuff from. Oh yeah, Sean Connery's character. I loved how he was like. It kept like showing you how, like, um, just how much of an expert captain he was. Mm. Like certain decisions he'd make, like, and um, like other people would be like, "What? What are you doing? Like, that isn't the right thing to do." And he would always like confidently, yeah, be right in it and stuff like that. And that way, it kind of it's it is a true kind of military like navy movie. It's just like this. These are the top dudes like is yeah. proper like wartime <laughs> really good he and i liked where that. like uh the other captain it's like they have a wee like a wee tiff when they're on the the russian sub and like uh but then sean connery turns out to be right so the other captain's kind of like okay yeah I'll, I'll listen to you. you you know what you're doing yeah. <laughs> good i like he and like yeah he can predict what because the the russian or another Russian subs ends up shooting, firing on them, and then like he knows instantly what his tactics are going to be and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, like, it's just like, like it's basically Sean everything. Ad libbed the whole tactics he hold. <laughs> <laughs> well, like the thing you realize as the movies, as the movies happening, that like everything that's happened that you're is actually going according to Sean Connery's plan to you just you just don't know what it is. Oh yeah, what you mean you, you yeah you're, you don't know all the details but you turns but, out that But he does. Yeah. He's he's actually in control the whole time pretty much. Mm. That's pretty class. Yeah, great movie. Great movie, alright, yeah. It's awesome. I would say yeah. One of the best movies is watched, I will have to say. So it's... how how many submarines are the ten then? Or how, how how many torpedoes are the submarine? Oh man, uh, uh, a ten meatball sub. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say it sounds like a good ten Sean Connerys. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like the low point was Thunderball. The high point was mm. Hunt for Red October, and then the real high point was Zardoz. Wow! Yeah. Wow, I think Zardoz gets its own scale. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it definitely does. Wow, gets no. its own, gets its own everything. I just, I don't know. I will Maybe say though, like up with Hunt for Red October, it was The Rock. Like, oh I yeah, have to say yeah. If you haven't seen The Rock, like I wholeheartedly recommend watching it. <laughs> it is. I've I've seen him else, give like... so many people's elbows, man. <laughs> so lads, to the main. Event, The Rock, <laughs> <laughs> Michael Bay's uh, 1996 masterpiece. I was, uh, I was kind of like, I did he hear. He did, he did he peak early then? Where, where, yeah, where does this come in on his movies? When was like oh, Bad Boys? Bad Boys was earlier. It must have been 95, was it? 94? 
I'm not too sure. I don't know either. But um, it's great. Um, like I said before, Ed Harris, he's like the villain in it. Um, Ed Harris is always good. Yeah. Yeah. Creepy um, bastard. And Nicolas Cage is like the always good partner. He's and then if you watch adaptation, he's he's doubly good. Yeah. <laughs> I do love Nicolas Cage. Yes, <laughs> he's he's fantastic. This movie, like, it's so quick. Just it's scene after scene after scene. Of just like exposition at the start. It's just like bam, bam, bam. Like, it's it's like exposition. Up... All right, that's done. That's the story out of the way. Like fucking. <laughs> In the first like twenty minutes, it was just like bam, and then or, there was a Sean Connery comes in after that. Like, but it starts Nicholas Cage is like a was the chemicals expert. Or before that, Ed Harris, he like takes over Alcatraz, <laughs> right. takes over Alcatraz because he wants to get revenge on was the army. That's a fairly moral like cause because he wants. Is it something he was like a Vietnam commander or something? And just the way that the Vietnam vets were treated, like he's basically holding San Francisco to ransom. And he wants like a hundred million dollars to give to um, the vets, basically. Anybody in the home or whatever, because he feels that they've been wrong. And if they don't give him a hundred million, um, he's gonna, he has these, um, what are they? They're like green balls and missiles. And he's gonna basically put them into like San Francisco and it like basically decimates it's like a big disease just to completely obliterate you and stuff like well, it's pure chemical warfare. So in hops Nicolas Cage and he's the top chemical boy from <laughs> the FBI and <laughs> starts up. And he's like flinging like what is he doing again? He's like shooting like was it like a Nerf gun or something in the office and all this hair and all these quips and all that? Uh, then he's in testing uh, this, this crate from wherever it is, like Afghanistan or Bolivia or somewhere they got there. Like, And he's got the suit on or whatever. And just like, okay, guys, we're going to do this. There might be a bomb in this. So he takes it up. There's this glass case. And it's just like takes off the lid and then they're looking through it or whatever. They touch something. It's like a baby. And then the baby's eyes open and like gas comes out and it's just like, oh Jesus, you you've let it out now. They're there in the glass thing, and then a bomb like starts and it's like sixty seconds and they have to defuse the bomb. And of course this dude's got like oh, there's like acid or whatever, and the dude spills or whatever, but of course Nicholas Cage is like cool as a cucumber and like diffuses all and that there. Yeah. It's just pure mad, like and he goes home, and of course the wife reveals that she, not the wife, the her friend reveals that she's like preggers, and <laughs> just like, oh, and then proposes to him, and it's just like, oh, jeez, what's this? And then he gets a phone call. She, propos- she proposes to yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking mad. <laughs> and then he gets a phone call to go to San Francisco, of course, to Alcatraz and that. And, um, and this all happens within like twenty minutes. It's like one thing after the next. It's pure like Michael <laughs> Bay. Like, that's like, a lot to take in. Like this guy's then, got got a pregnant girlfriend that's engaged after getting attacked by a baby gas attack. Yeah, and then like since Alcatraz is like famously like unimpenetrable or whatever, 
they're mm. just like, how are we going to get in? Like, there's no way we're going to get around. Like, and Alice here. And he's just like, but I do know one man. No, he doesn't exist. He doesn't exist. <laughs> no, we know. <laughs> and of course, of course, it's the main man. Like, uh, Sean Connery. Like, all, all <laughs> long hair and stuff I like got there. And he's the... Uh, why they're getting them is because he escaped from Alcatraz twice. <laughs> Not just once, like twice, though he knows all these places. He escaped once, but he forgot something. He had to go back. Back in, yeah. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> so they try, they go, he's arrested, of course, or he's in prison and that. So they go in, try and convince him to help. And uh, he's just a great, like, escape artist, just to these. <laughs> Everything he does, like they give him a quarter and a coffee thing. He drops the dime and he goes down to get it, and then he starts working away. There's like handcuffs and all this hair kind of stuff. Ah, <laughs> class from that time on. Like, of course, he agrees to he agrees to help them and that, and then just the rest of it's just them down the bottom of Alcatraz, just getting in and doing the business. Like, it's it's a great day. action movie. Like, great action movie. Sounds like a crack, yeah. Yeah. Um, Sounds like a fun of, one. A couple of actors to note. Um, Dr. Cox from Scrubs in it. Oh, He's nice. like one of the dudes that's in with Ed Harris. Uh, Tuco from Breaking Bad. That dude oh. is really young in it. He's got like a ponytail and stuff. What else? Um, cool. That's too. Yeah, and I seen pure randomly or whatever. When the, when they take over Alcatraz, they lock up all the tourists that were in there. Like that was one of the things as well. They were just like, Oh, the rock. Of course it's called the rock because it's the rock in Alcatraz, like that's what they call yeah. it. Yeah. It's on a rock. Yeah, that's so yeah. on, hey, that's so on. And uh, <laughs> what was it they say, uh, oh, who's who's been locked in the rock now? And he's just like, No, no, it's a tourist attraction now. There's tourists locked inside. They made it into a tourist attraction. <laughs> 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 oh no! It's just like to have a bit more respect to that, like or whatever. The one of the tourists in there, right? One of the female tourists I recognize from the first Borat movie. She's the prostitute that um, Borat takes home. <laughs> the one that he, uh, the, the, the one he marries. The one that he marries. <laughs> yeah, and it's pure random. Yeah. I knew that, like, but yeah. So, that is random as hell. Um, yeah, fantastic movie. Great chase scene in the middle of it. Uh, Sean Connery steals a Hummer and Nicolas Cage. That's right. Like when they have the first interview, of course he fucking breaks out of it and starts making run for it, and, <laughs> and he goes down, steals the Hummer. So Nicolas Cage comes up, goes after him then, and he gets like a Ferrari, yellow Ferrari. So it's just a big massive chase then through san francisco like pure michael bay stuff so everything fucking explodes like oh uh, like newsstands at the sides explode and, like, <laughs> it's like big hills as well like and big jumps and that it's just it's it's a fucking hell of a time to be honest like it's class yeah hell of a time to be alive another one to watch that's yeah. brilliant eh? yeah um I'm- I'm glad that, like, all these movies are, like, you know, like, this kind of... Worth a watch. Yeah, this wee, I don't even know what, experiment or whatever you want to call it. It's like, I'm glad it's turning up with so much good good, uh, good stuff, like. Yeah. And we, just, and we enjoyed all the movies that we watched. It shows that his back catalogue, you just call it, like, was very really impressive. good. Like, yeah. yeah. You really had a better movie. I mean... 
ones that we hadn't watched. Um, well, of course, The Untouchables. Um, that was mm. one I was trying to get, but unfortunately, I couldn't. Yeah, I haven't yeah, seen that's that. The one, that's the I one he won an Academy that. Award for as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he, won, he played like an Irish-American cop in it. That's why I kind of wanted to see it. I wanted to see what his accent would be like. <laughs> probably just I, the same. I know, yeah, because I, I know I've seen The Untouchables years ago, because like fucking Robert De Niro's a... Um, what do you call him in it? The, Is that uh, Al, Capone? Al Capone? Yeah, I was supposed to say Al Pacino, and I was like, no, that's the actor. Played <laughs> <laughs> each other, what? <laughs> and because uh, I know, like, that's supposed to be a fucking. That's one of those like classic gangster movies about yeah. rape, like. Mm. But uh, what uh, else? Yeah, that, and that's um, what what what's that director called again? Not Francis. Can't remember. Scorsese, yeah. no. No, it's not Scorsese. It's uh, Brian De Palma. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, well done. Ding ding ding. But I did watch. I don't know if you've been counting, but I did watch one more movie. Oh, <laughs> what is it? Catherine Zeta Jones. <laughs> <laughs> she dips beneath lasers. Whoa, whoa. Okay. She hasn't trapped me. Entrapment, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I watched Entrapment. <laughs> I I watched a wee bit of it as well. How far did you get in? I got in. Oh man, uh, I think it was just before they went to steal the mask. I uh, have. I've seen it before, anyway. Like, but it's yeah, really, like refresh. Like, I feel like I have, but not for years. So yeah, yeah. It, no, I was just like, I was like, fuck it. Like, if I'm ever going to rewatch this movie, it's now. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I watched like when I seen it first, I would have been probably would have been young enough, but I thought it was class. Like, yeah. And I was like, I just wanted to see what it what it was like. I still really enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like nearly done. I was like, I thought this movie was. was shit <laughs> but i was like like the first the first half like up until they get the mask anyway all that part's great it does kind of it loses you a wee bit in the the last act but nah i, I still still you still, still like the stuff. heist kind of part of it yeah he wasn't trapped as they say <laughs> yeah yeah he kind of yeah i like that too it's like um she's trying to trick him but he's always like uh one step ahead kind of thing. Yeah, it's like he knows what she's doing and it's like yeah, I thought it was all it's all really good. Like mm. and yeah, uh, it starts off too with like um like a um someone stealing this painting and uh they like uh, repelled on the side of a building and I was like as soon as I seen it, I was like, Okay, this came out after Mission Impossible then <laughs> <laughs> And it was like I think Mission Impossible was ninety six. Mm. Yeah. And then this was ninety nine, mm-hmm. so I was like, okay, because it just has that like the, you know, the 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 scene in the first Mission Impossible where he's, um, yeah, he's going down the, yeah, I it was just like very, it. it's like it's just very clearly it's like this is inspired by that for definite, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because that was this that was kind of Mission Impossible to kick off apart from the Mission Impossible franchise, a good bunch of spy stuff, kind yeah, of that way, like, but yeah, no, it's good, good crack, it's like, well, it's well shot. From maybe ninety nine, like it's yeah. I thought I was expecting it to be a lot polished. more dated because yeah. especially with the, especially with that starting, I was like, oh, this is going to be nineties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
1999, but we're going to act like it's 1990, baby. <laughs> oh, and another thing, uh, what's what do you call them? Uh, uh, Ving, what is that his name? Ving, Ving Reams? Oh, yeah, the dude from Mission Impossible. On the, yeah, he's in, he's in that, he's in Entrapment as well. <laughs> it's yeah. like, Another it's, we, canon. Uh, it's canon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess I guess he likes those types of movies, and so yeah. So, but yeah, I thought it was good crack. Yeah. Mm. Cool. That's everyone. Um, it's like it's it's kind of silly, but it's like it kind of keeps twisting and turning. There's always be reveals. That's probably the like that's enjoyable, but it's probably a weakness at the same time because by the time you get to the end, you're just kind of like. It's like everything has been like retconned in some way. It's like, oh, this is actually what happened. It's like, no, this is what happened. So you, you don't. Re- it's yeah. like you probably do know, but you're like, to go wild. Yeah, but then kind of, yeah. <laughs> he, he pulls up. But yeah, I was, yeah. I was like, I was expecting to just not enjoy it at all, and maybe there was a bit of nostalgia, but I just thought it was. Just, yeah. There wasn't really. Like there, there's nothing really to be like this is amazing, but there wasn't anything to be like this is shite either. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like I wasn't like offended by how terrible anything was. <laughs> Sounds like a good hangover movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just the right amount of enjoyment, but also if you don't feel like watching, it's all right. Yeah. He pulls off the charm, something fierce as well. Like it really. Sure, he can't help himself. Yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe that's just naturally yeah. how he talks. He didn't even he didn't even plan to get into acting. He just talked to somebody one day and you're like, you know what? Look at it. He does have so much charisma. Mm. Charisma. Charisma. Yes, ma. Excuse me, I sneeze. Yeah. <laughs> no one watched that. What movie was that? Uh Dragonheart. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Were you there for that? Me? No, tomorrow. You just watched Dragonheart one time. No, it was like we were oh, in. It was in Derry, and it was right. in like <laughs> Delta's flat, and was Aaron McCullough there? <laughs> right. And John Connery voices a dragon, and there's a part where he like breathes fire, and we made this joke of like, "Scoosh me, I sneeze." <laughs> <laughs> Oh and it just became like a running joke for a long time. Yeah, no, definitely. Oh, I didn't know that's where it came from. That's <laughs> yeah. But you know, you remember the you remember the saying then? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> <laughs> that's fast. Yeah. Um, what else? You didn't watch Darby Miguel now? Like nah. Nah. <laughs> Oh, Jesus, we got Only though, I watched uh, pa- that guy Patrick H. Willems again. He did uh, he did this really big deep dive into the Austin Powers movie, and I just thought it was kind of a coincidence that I had been watching the <laughs> James the, Bond movies, the, which was the like, non-parody version. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that video was actually really interesting. He like uh, he was basically saying that like those Austin Powers movies are a parody of how movies are now made, even though they happened before. Like, basically he was saying if if one of those movies were made now, you'd be like, oh, that's funny. That's how, like, movie franchise and all work. But they actually preceded it all. <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> so they made, they, made, they made the joke before the joke was even Before made. it was real, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, just all the 
things that they did where they were like um it's a it's a well it's a series so it's like that kind of predicted what was going to happen where nothing's like an original ip and it was like every year that they came out was like there was more and more sequels or remakes in the like the box office charts Hmm. and he was saying that like it predicted even the way like uh parts of the caribbean um johnny depp based his character off uh keith richards so Mm -hmm. then keith richards had to be his dad and in austin powers Michael Myers partially based the character off Michael Caine, and mm. Michael Caine back as his dad. But it, he was also saying it, it also predicted that necessity of like movies to give these silly backstories, and it's like, but it did it just as a joke without being a parody. But then it has become parody. It's like, it's like you look at um a, a series like Alien or something where it just has to keep giving you all this like all these origin stories that like no one asked for. It's like, it, yeah. it's like, it's like if a series goes on long enough, it just demands it. It's mm-hmm. really, really good on a necessarily yeah. deep dive, but really well done too. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. That's class. I really enjoy his stuff. He's really good. Uh, he is. Yeah. He's probably my favorite, one of my favorite like movie video essayists. He did like a two part there on, um, oh, no, I've got the other guy's name in my head. Uh, Francis Ford Coppola. I was going to say Brian De Palma, which is the name I was searching for yeah, the last time. Wow. Just... <laughs> yeah, he like did a two part on his movies, which is really interesting. That's like what fucking yeah. isn't he like Nicolas Cage's uncle or something? Mm. But uh, yeah, Nic- Nicolas Cage is is actually Nicolas Coppola, yeah. but he changes he changed his name to not be associated. But then. Francis Ford Coppola also gave him his first movie role, I think, or one of his first. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so, I don't mind. I love adaptation. Yeah, it's still kind of cool that like Nicholas, like Nicholas Cage doesn't want that, didn't want that to be known. He wanted to like just, just like the you know the guy in Tenet, and he was in Black Klansman. That's Denzel Washington's son, but mm, he, he didn't let right. people know that. He didn't let people know that until after Tenet. He didn't like make it like he did his best not to make it public, and he did mm. his best to not let people in auditions know. That's like uh, your boy okay. in the Coronas too. Yeah, his his mum is uh, what's his what's her name again? Mary Black. Mary Black, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. But he what what he, what does he go by again? Uh, Mister White. Mister <laughs> Gray. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bland color. <laughs> Mary Black. I've never even heard of her. <laughs> What's his name again? Oh, yeah, Danny, Danny, um, Danny Glover. Right, that's the one. <laughs> Danny Glover, the singer in the Coronas. That's, that's Danny Glover, right? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. I can't either, to be honest. Like... He's in the Coronas, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> but his, his sister's rocking. <laughs> but yeah, he he purposely didn't uh, like chose his different second name to not be associated with Mary Black. Yeah. And Rashi O as well. That's his sister. Oh. Oh. So if they get together, is it Corona? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when I get muted. <laughs> um. Oh, that was really fun. 
Thanks for joining us for that special episode, Aaron. Yeah, oh, no problem. I hope I guest. Hope it didn't tramp your styles or anything like that. There. No, should no. We do, should, I suppose we should do a plug and just remember you can check out more of Morrow's arms at live gigs <laughs> for the fear <laughs> whenever they become yeah. available again. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. yeah. In the very near future. What what yeah. people don't know is that Morrow wrestled that shark himself into that bathtub. <laughs> yeah, well, well, what, what when do we have to do that video, Arn? Well, is that happening? Um, that's happening towards Christmas, I think, for turning light. I don't think. Well, I know people. There's something going on. All right, I don't know if it's been announced yet. We'll be doing a video of something anyway. Like, well, we can say I'm sure that Return of Night will be back this year in digital form. Yeah. Can we say that much? You can say that thing. What is it? Return of Night, which is like a. Well, you, well, you, you, you tell it, Arn. I'll tell it. I'll do that. <laughs> uh, Return of Night's a, it's a concert, it's an annual concert, basically. Return of Light being. Uh, returning people coming back just for Christmas and that, and it's usually in aid of what's it made of certain charities and that. I know last year it was for y'all um, mental health services, I think, last mm, year, nice. and they do it for like aware and mm. um, all sorts. It's mainly like it's mental health based. Usually right. mental health stuff, yeah. Oh, that's really good. Fast. Yeah, really good crowds, really good cause. And, yeah, Music last year was well. massive, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. It's going to be, oh, it'll be even bigger, hopefully, this year. Cause... Yeah, global, because it'll be global. online. Global. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see my hands, I'm doing the big global sign. <laughs> just, just, just picture an Earth. Yes. <laughs> um, that star. sounds class. Yeah, no, really good. Yeah, it's usually in Donegal Town, and we played it the last two years. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Glad they're, they're absolutely so this year to be doing something you know, video, video streaming. Yeah. Thankfully, we'll be part of again. And sure, maybe we'll do an old rogue video stream as well for ourselves. Mm. Yeah. yeah, we should as soon as that, like, as soon as um, you're allowed to have people in your house again. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> we sure. Probably do it. Yeah, it's, sure. it's halfway through the lockdown now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, I won't be so we get a wee December stream. Yeah. With a crack. I won't be home for another like two weeks. We should do our own version of the toy show. <laughs> That'd be class. Cheese, keep it cheesy covers, just. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, the late late boy show. <laughs> <laughs> They'll never see it coming. Get They'll sued never... for copyright. Leave it to that. We'll be talking uh, that that'd be such a funny name for the stream. It would yeah. be. <laughs> I would give people though the completely wrong idea. Just yeah. what is going on though? What are these books at? <laughs> I don't know. You might get invest. You might get investigated by the guardy. Late, yeah. late boy show. Late, late boy show. But yeah. they keep a fucking triangles about the place, like all like Illuminati kind of stuff. No conspiracy, <laughs> man. <laughs> third eye, yeah. eye in the pyramid. <laughs> Yeah, maybe, maybe not as crazy as that. Something, something in the near future. But yes, mm. it's been an absolute pleasure and a dream of mine ever since 
He's burnt on the air later this year. Okay. Ever since uh, listening to All About AI. <laughs> All About AI. All those months ago. Yeah. We'll get you on again. We'll definitely get you on again. These are doing really well. Sure. People have been telling you it's not, but yes. Yeah, all five of our listeners have been telling us that. It's a great podcast to just be putting on and just in the middle of off, in the office when I'm working or whatever and me just nodding, yep, yep, you're right there. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's, that's right. Um, right on, brother. <laughs> I, hope, I, hope, I hope you're telling everybody in your office to listen to us as well. Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> oh, no, you're not supposed to keep this podcast to yourself. <laughs> uh, I think I better head to bed, gents, unfortunately. All right, then. Well, yeah, that, that was good fun. Big R.I.P. to the Sean Connery. Well, I suppose, yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. Yeah. Glad we could do some kind of tribute or... Yes. I like... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing. By doing this, it's like... It kind of just pointed... Like, we didn't even cover this side of the millennium, (laughs) this century of his movies. That's true, yeah. Yeah, it just showed how uh, much of like a... A presence he was, and the... well, definitely in our childhood with film, all the James Bond. Like, besides things, you got very nostalgic mm-hmm. going between that and the murder in the Orient Express. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. He was in um, Indiana Jones. That was. No mm-hmm. one watched that. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, wasn't he? I was going to mention mm-hmm. that one. Yeah. Another movie that I really yeah. enjoyed at the <laughs> no, time. I wonder what it'll be like now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, sure, I'll chat these again. I gotta Radio. go because I gotta get up at six. Alright. <laughs> so, so chat is it. Good night, Thomas, and good night world. Good night, world, <laughs> good night, world, world, world. Play us out on I'll do. Hopefully, I can like. Sing that. Each other in a world that's this insane.